I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing, if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it, step by step, explain why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star. Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> Where do we even start? Like, we were, well, just, we were just talking about what a cursed episode this is going to be, and, like, just how it's just going to be increasingly more depressing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, now, after, on that bummer of a note, let's hit record. Well, the, well, do you, there's only one thing I, I that is in my head right now. Okay, well, we're, we're not talking about um, how my dick doesn't work. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> La Tova, everyone. I've dated yeah. the episode. Yeah. Rose Hosanna to you, my friend. Ro- hey. Shania Twain. <laughs> you, ever, you, ever see, you ever see Jesus Christ Superstar? I have, actually. It's one of my dad's favorite movies, incredibly. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, my mom, yeah, my parents fucking love that shit, too. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah, I remember just, remember, like, my parents, like, having me watch it, and me just being like, wait, why do the Romans have guns? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like, well, it's about, like, uh, like, Vietnam, kind of, or something, I can't remember, they made, they are making some point about it, and I was just like, yeah, but they didn't have guns. <laughs> if they had guns, man, they, I mean, listen, that's, I don't know, man, it, so you, in that moment, you revealed yourself to be a biblical fundamentalist? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. No, it was in that moment. No. You know, I kind of think... As, that... as a purebred Catholic boy, you yeah. need to stand up for these kinds of truths. Listen, listen. As, as a registered Opus Dei member... <laughs> listen, listen. You are, am... as, you are as pale as the monk in the Da Vinci How film. dare yeah. you? How dare you? I am, would a, you, I am Would a... you like a... a, a what do you... A, I was going to say a flagell, but that's not what you call it. Uh, the uh, thing you flagellate yourself with... A whip? Yeah, but it's like a special whip. Like oh yeah, no, I I actually looked up the word for yeah. it. Or no, or no, 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 not for that. For the thing that he puts her on his fucking leg. Yeah, that has a name too, and I also yeah. can't remember. Did they actually wear? Yeah. What the fuck? Where is that in the Bible? Where did Jesus do that? He didn't. He wore a crown of thorns, man. But they, he not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. That was that was actually kind of his whole deal. He, he wasn't like, please do this to me. Kind of. Well, not the torture, the death, sure. Matt, as a biblical fundamentalist, you should know the pain is a part of his redemption. Listen, these days I'm much closer to a Wahhabist, all right, than a (laughs) biblical fundamentalist, which I guess is kind of the same thing. Yeah, so your long-term plan here is to execute me for the uh, depiction of human f- faces. All of these, yeah. all of these faces in your room—they're all gonna go. What yeah. would you do? Would you? Okay, what would you be more mad about if 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 you came back and I had like spray painted over all of the faces in your room, right? On all of these uh, little uh, uh, thingamajigs you got up there. Albums. Well, okay. Are there actual vinyls in there? There are. Oh my god. Yeah. This guy. But then, but what's it got? Okay, that or if you open up your closet one day and Murray was there. Uh, definitely Murray. Definitely Murray. For those of you that don't know, what's it called? Uh, my my grandparent, my grandmother 
And I guess grandfather, I guess he signed off on it. Insanely bought, um, like, maybe 20 years ago, like, a life-size, like, man, basically. A doll. Like a mannequin. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Picture, picture. But not like a mannequin, like a doll. Like, I think you're right. Like a life-size, like a fully... Like, like the size of an adult man. Imagine Chucky, but human-sized. Yes, exactly, yes. And he's like an old butler, yeah. and his name was Murray, and he had my grandma's business cards on him because my grandma operated a toy store out of their basement. Uh, insanely, yes. This is all insane, I know. And, and then for some reason, I, I went over to your grandparents' house once to help you know, like move some stuff yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, some chairs or something. And just, it was by far the most cursed thing I've ever seen. Yes, yes. And, like, yeah, and probably the second close, the second closest Rob has ever come to hitting me after when he quit smoking and I just spent a month just being like, Rob, 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 Rob. No, no, just being you. Yeah, well, yeah, You were exactly. being me in the vicinity of me quitting smoking cold turkey. Exactly, yeah. And then every day Rob was like, go away. I was just like, no, I can help. So that was the closest I ever came to hitting you. The second close was when... You, this is when you, you just kept, like, like trolling me with Murray. I just kept sending him pictures of Murray because it just very deeply upset Rob. And I was just like, this is hilarious how upset you Because you were, like, legitimately very upset about it. Yeah, because, again, it's like Chucky, but if he could suplex you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, and I told you about how, like, like people would, like, tip him? Like, people would, like, like somehow insanely... In they, would, her... they would make offerings to Murray. Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. And then I would rob Murray of those as a child. And then I also, a few times, just just beat the shit out of this doll. I was a very troubled child. And yeah, just... We should have saved this story for next week, because next week we're starting our October spooktacular. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. No. Dude, fucking... This... I'm so excited to just talk about horror movies for a month. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, 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 I'm very excited. To I'm be... excited to see what your taste in horror movies is. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Okay. We'll see, we'll see what my taste in horror movies is. Barely thought about it. Also, also, that's the thing. <laughs> this thing is also like... I, Matt. I know. Yes. You know, well, also, there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to assign you horror movies I like. I'm gonna assign you horror movies you'll hate. Right. Because that's what we're supposed to do. You just keep assigning me movies. Yeah, no, I... You've given up. I... No, 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 this is not me giving up. Like, this is... I think this is actually the... We are both engaged in the fullest expressions of ourselves, which for you is just trolling. For me, it is lecturing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, that's yeah. actually exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Consider also, perfect thing, perfect intro to basically the movies we assigned this week. Yes, yeah. So do you want to just get into it? Bro, I think we just have to get in here. Yeah, we just gotta bite this bullet. So, real quick, hello and welcome to You're Gonna Hate It. My name is Rob. My name is Matt. Uh, This is a film podcast where every week we assign the other one a movie that we think they're gonna hate. Although, as we just discussed, we don't really do a great job of sticking to that. I do a great job of sticking. Yeah, you do, and we'll get to that. But, but let's just jump into it, because this this is... this is a tough, again, this is just a tough combination this week. So Strap in, folks. It's, yeah. it's gonna be bumpy. So, our number one movie, my movie, is The Act of Killing from 2013, uh, directed by Joshua Oppenheimer. Uh, roll that uh, clip of War Crimes. Uh, roll it, baby!
udah bagus. Cuman jangan lama kali Itu divisi-divisi kejahatan perang. Itu buatan orang yang menang. Saya pemenang. Tolong apa? Yang saya harapkan tadi tidak sampai begitu kali. Tak bisa diulangi. Welcome back from the Hague. Um, but no, none of these people were ever prosecuted. Hold on, um, just real quick. That one scene where the guy was like, "Yes, yeah, send me the Hague. That's fine." Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, no. Uh, this is this is a movie where a dude essentially dares the the Hague, like fuck around and see what happens. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? I did nothing. Yeah. I did nothing wrong. And it's like, come at me, Netherlands. Come, oh my! God. Is that where the Hague is? I think so. Maybe Belgium. One of them low Yeah, countries. one of them, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a low country. Yeah, someone one time I heard them describe, like, Maryland as, like, if 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 America is Europe, America is, like, the, or, or America. If America is Europe, then, like, Maryland, Maryland is the low, low countries. It kind of fits. Yeah, it does, yeah. kind of, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I am bit. a Walloon. I am, a, I am, a, I am definitely a, Fle- a, Fle- a Flemish. Walloon is them, right? I don't know. They're, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. Too many fucking people in Europe. Way too many. Way too many people in Europe. What the fuck is a Wallachian? What the fuck is a Flemish person? Yeah. They're just Dutch. Yeah. They're just... It's just... I remember, like, I've been to Belgium and... Just, I will happily practice Walloon erasure. Exactly. What's, what's that, the, What's that like, weird third group of people in Switzerland? It's like... Oh, the, um, uh, Romanche or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, which is just, like, an insane... Yeah, no. You was, all need to calm down. Yes. Europe, yeah. Europe is just the Middle East with money. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, every single one of them, they're just like... Like, for, okay, 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 I've decided, okay, there are seven types of Europeans, all right? Okay, we don't have time No, for... I, no, let me do it real quick. There are, there are, uh, there are the English, right? There are, there are the French. I hate there this are already. The Germans. There are Swedes. There are Russians. Uh, there are, um, there are, there are Italians. And then there are, did I say Germans? <laughs> okay, I'm cutting you Germans, off. Germans, and that's it. That's all Germans twice. Germans twice. Yeah, yeah, well, there are two types of Germans. Well, there's a Catholic and Protestant. And then, yeah, and then that's that's all anyone is. Okay. That's all of Europe. Okay, cool. We're do not you like g- how I said English specifically? Yes, I do. I don't care. I just want to move on. Okay. I'm just going to nod and smile. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's so much of our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many times where you say something ridiculous and like, do you get it? I just say, yeah. Yeah. Just to move on. Like, I, I have agreed to total nonsense just to get you to shut up. I think I've done that many times on this podcast. 
And that's the thing is that I know that you do that and I do it anyway. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, the act of killing. Oh boy. Um, so this is this is a documentary about the. Uh, it's really about the aftermath of the Indonesian genocide. Yeah, um, yeah. So I want to give just like a, the legacy of the Indonesian yes. genocide. So yeah. I want to give just a real brief introduction to the Indonesian genocide because that's that's really what the movie does. There's yeah. like a title card at the beginning just be like these are the base facts you need to know to understand what's going to happen yeah but look it's not about the actual real history about it it's about you know the perpetrators Mm -hmm. decades later yes exactly um so just real quick um in the mid-60s uh indonesia was ruled by a sort of like kind of left nationalist um, anti-imperialist yeah it was it was a real like hodgepodge they were like also like kind of islamist at the same time it was a very strange like there were a lot of sort of particular factions within the indonesian government they were trying to like appease all of them at the same basically it was a very rickety boat yeah yeah but was like kind of vaguely left-wing at the same time yeah yeah it was one of those it was one of those it it, it was you know coming out of world war ii and 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 in the asian um uh uh, specifically you know the the anti-imperial struggle against you know, the Japanese, but then also... Okay, we've already gotten too deep into this. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> No, I started, I started. No, but you're right. Again, we're both history guys. It's tough not to nerd out sometimes. It is, but it is. point is, there was a vaguely left-wing government in charge yes. in Indonesia. Yeah. There was this... I I don't know enough about this, and it's way too complicated to get into it, but there was, there was sort of like a left-wing coup within the left-wing government. Mm-hmm. There had already been a lot of tension between the government and the military, and yeah. the military took this as an opportunity to overthrow the, the yeah. government and impose, you know, a, a military dictatorship that lasted for several decades. Yeah, and also strike out against, um, you know, in this time, of course, uh, you have, like, just so many um, um, uh, communist parties, right? But mm-hmm. these are, these are like, like, basic, I mean, these are, like, proper political parties. Like, these right. aren't, like... These aren't necessarily. I mean, they you know they, they don't have cells. Yeah, exactly. There was yeah, an yeah, actual. Yeah. There was an actual like Communist Party of Indonesia that I think yeah. was one of the largest in the world. Yeah, yeah. It might have actually been. I don't know if it was. Yeah, no, no. no it definitely wasn't the largest in the world, but it might have been like one of the largest in Asia, besides, of course, like the Chinese Communist Party. Right. Yeah. 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 But and so basically, what happens is once the army takes control, they sort of unleash this this orgy of primitive <clears throat> violence mm-hmm. um, that is directed against communists but lumped in a bunch of other people yeah um you know they any sort of like landless farmer yeah. who was like yeah. on someone's shit list yeah. like, like any up, union member yeah and then uh ethnic chinese because mm-hmm. there's a large like immigrant chinese population mm-hmm. and then it when there whenever there's this just sort of like normalization of like violence just people end up getting swept in it yeah. up in it like yeah you know, if, like, it's okay to just go out and kill people, you can just go kill someone and be like, oh, that guy was a communist. Exactly. So, exactly. a lot of people died. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people died, and then in the aftermath, basically, everyone who was at all associated with the people that died got basically disenfranchised. Yes. Yeah. Like, couldn't go to school, couldn't mm-hmm. get jobs, like, 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 we're basically made, like, almost second-class citizens. Yes. Yeah. Um, because, again, this, this military dictatorship that that you know sort of sponsored this violence was in power for decades on and mm-hmm. even even after the oh boy so the difficult thing is the left-wing president of indonesia was i believe named sukarno and yes. then the military dictator who overthrew him was suharto, suharto. so it's mononymous too mononymous that's yes. their name yes yes 
So it gets a little confusing. But anyway, yes. the dictator... Because we might literally have that reversed. Yes, it's yes. very possible. And again, I will not look it up. No, absolutely. I did, I remembered it for a second, and then I forgot. I did the exact same thing. Yes. 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 Did not write it down. Yes. I, I refused yeah, why to, would I? I refused to do anything more than, like, Wikipedia-level research. Yeah, I, I, what do you want from us? We're doing this for free. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But anyway, even after the end of his dictatorship, like, the, the right wing sort of remained in, in ascendancy mm-hmm. in the country. Like, this mm-hmm. is a country that is still more or less run by the military, or at least military-aligned parties. Like, yeah. the sort of... So the actual killing was, all, was mostly done not by the military itself, but sort of, like, paramilitary death squads that were, yeah. you know, they were aided by the military, they were directed by the military, but yeah. they were not in uniform themselves. Yeah, yeah. So or at least a, not military uniforms. Right. There was yeah. a level of deniability, where, yeah. despite the fact that it was clearly something that was both approved of and encouraged by the by the state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. And the way that they justified, basically, this orgy of violence, which um, killed anywhere from between 500,000 to a million people. There, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where when the numbers get that high and yeah. there's been this much erasure of history, it's hard to get an accurate count. Yeah. I've seen counts... That have gone as high as like two or three million. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The point is, it was a lot of people. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just so. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like the people that did the actual killing themselves. I saw one of them in this movie says like we killed two point five million. Yeah, the, actually, yeah. it's the it's, that's we're gonna have to get in it because this is really the point of the movie. It's the killers who up the body count. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, the killers. This is this is not a situation where they are trying to like downplay it. They're yeah. trying to upplay it. Yeah, you see that a lot in like the Holocaust where they're like it was like only fifty thousand Jews that died. Not the case here. No, they no. are like really. Because, because, and this is what the movie is really about, this is not a situation where, you know, like, as with the Holocaust, like, the Germans lost the war, and, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a whole process, you know, of denazification. Yeah. Imperfect, obviously, but, like, there was at least a movement in that direction. It was, it became taboo to, like... To be like, "Uh, that was a good thing we did. Yeah, Yeah. you couldn't really say that. Yes. Legally, you couldn't say that. Yes. At a certain point, yeah. Um, But, in contrast, in Indonesia, again... It's still the killers who are in power. Yes, you know, exactly. The, the the main one of the main militias that carried out this this orgy of violence, the Pancasila Youth, is mm-hmm. still, you know, essentially one of the largest political forces in Indonesia. I think they have like three million members or yeah. something. They say in this movie. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like an American analog, and I like there is I, I, there isn't one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it'd be it'd be like it'd be like I don't know if like the American Legion could like basically like heavily influence like a like 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 like. A political election. Yeah, I mean, they show, yeah. like, rallies of the Panchasila youth in this movie, and they are huge. It's like yeah. fucking Bonnaroo. Yes. Like, like fascist Bonnaroo. Yes. And, like, you know, representatives from the government are there, like, in, you know, endorsing. In, in Panchasila youth uniform, too. Right, yeah. yeah. I think the vice president shows up and is like, dude, whatever you guys are doing, keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. basically, again, what this, what this documentary is doing is it's, it's depicting a culture, you know, where there has been this just... Almost a, a, a crime of unbelievable scale where the killers are celebrated. You know, mm-hmm. they, they act with complete... Because a lot of them are still alive, and that's mm-hmm. who the movie focuses on. And, you know, they're able to act with complete impunity. Yeah. Again, they, they can they can brag about their crimes. You know, they are encouraged to do so. You know, yeah. everything in the state and in the culture is saying, you were the good guys. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, they talk about at one point in the movie, like... I mean, like, there was so much propaganda against the, you know, like, quote-unquote communists, you know, and the actual mm-hmm. communists, right? That, like, I mean, it was basically, like, all, like, the, like, QAnon shit. Mm-hmm. Basically, they were just, like, yeah, the communists are doing, like, uh, whatever QAnon thinks that the Democrats are doing, basically. Like, they were, like, mm-hmm. like, 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 
like like having like orgies and like killing like like pregnant women and babies just slaughtering people and just like but, but basically everything that they did they basically accused the communists of doing well, there's, there's yeah. an interesting scene where one of the guys is talking and he's saying you know he's sort of describing what the communist program was and you know more honestly and saying you know basically the communists are going around and like you know trying to like give land to landless peasants yeah and we couldn't tell people what that's, that's what they were doing because then they would look like the good guys yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of that's I, I mean i mean and that's one of the things about this movie that is because you have this like 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 like, like horrendous event that happened mm-hmm. that like that like I mean, like, 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 that is really hard to justify. Like, like, yeah. like, like, and, and, and it's basically like an open secret that, like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't justified. But, like, you know, like, 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 but, but it's this ex, it's this exploration of these men who are lauded as heroes, like, the entire, like, basically, it seems like a huge part of the culture is basically being like, this is a good thing, and, and these guys are the good guys. Well, I mean, yeah. they, they treat the, like, paramilitaries the way that we treat the troops. Here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, suck you had to kill them, but hey, you know, good on you, you know, for making that sacrifice, you know? And, um, yeah, no, uh, uh, and, uh but so go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And I think, but I, that's, again, all of that is just sort of background context because yeah. really, this movie is really a character study. Yes. It's, you know, again, what we've talked about a lot here is, you know, the idea of, in film, you use a part to substitute for whole. Mm-hmm. And so what, what Joshua, Joshua Oppenheimer, the, one of the filmmakers here, this is actually a movie that, you know, he was, he's sort of the, the main person, you know, he's credited as, as the director, but there's also a second director who's credited just as anonymous. Yeah. Because they're, you know, the entire Indonesian crew of this film basically decided that, you know, it was too dangerous for them to mm-hmm. take credit. Yeah. You know, that they would, you know, probably suffer recrimination, them and their families, if yeah. they were associated with this film that was honest about the genocide. Yeah. And so, you know, there is actually an Indonesian co-director who is nameless. Um, yeah. But anyway, so basically Joshua Oppenheimer is this filmmaker who had, you know, been working in Indonesia for a while. Like he's made a couple of other movies there and sort of had the idea to make a movie about the genocide. Because as you, you know, as he was making these other documentaries, he kept encountering people who talked about it. And, you know, it seemed like such a fascinating topic because they talked about it with such, you know, impunity. Again, yeah. that's really the, the rele- relevant word here. You know, yeah. it's the word of the day for this movie. Yes. Um, so he sort you know, it sort of decided that he wanted to like talk to some of these, you know, killers who bragged about killing. Um, and talk to a bunch of people, but eventually and this is this is a film that took years to make. Like mm-hmm. he was I think he was filming this for like seven or eight years. Yeah, I I, I heard you say he basically talked to because like there are so many people who were not just just just, just not even complicit in the genocide, right? Because there are a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. There are people that there are just so many. The number of people who actually participated in yes. this genocide is very high. Yeah, but because I mean, I mean this, this isn't happened... this isn't because this isn't like this isn't like a Holocaust where it was very like mechanized. Yeah, and like you have like this industrial system like mm-hmm. bringing people to like these specific places where a yeah. handful of like yeah. dedicated killers yeah. are doing all the things sort of out yes. of the way a little bit. Yeah, this is mo- a little bit more like Rwanda where you have yeah. this like sort of almost like mass outbreak mm-hmm. of violence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and where like each. Like, 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 I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot more, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's the thing is that like, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's not even analogous to the Holocaust because like even like the very beginning stage of the Holocaust where there was like, you know, like the one bullet, one Jew policy mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Like, like, yes, like it was like, uh, it was much more individualized, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, but, but that's the thing is that like, is that like there was a movement away during the Holocaust because that was too taxing on right. the soldiers having to do it right. versus here. Nope. 
Yeah. No, this was just this was two years of basically every so that five hundred thousand to like could be as high as three million people mm-hmm. that died, right? The basically almost uh, it, it seems like at least like 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 a, a, a huge, huge part of part society of was involved. In a this. huge part of society was involved in it, and those numbers. That's not like you know. That's not like like you said. That's not like putting people in like a in, in like a shower room and gassing them with Zyphon mm-hmm. B. That is like individually strangling people. Yes, you know, or beating them to death. Yeah, yeah. These were this was five like five hundred thousand plus like individual murders. murders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so basically, again, just to sort in, of go back, in, in like two years. Yeah. So to go back to the production process, just to talk about how you know sort of what this movie ended up becoming is, you know, again, Oppenheimer was sort of talking to a wide variety of people, thinking that he would sort of, you know, be mm-hmm. kind of a collage. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, he settled on this one figure, mm-hmm. um, Anwar Congo. Anwar Congo, who's the sort of the main character of this film, who mm-hmm. was you know one of the most prolific Death Squad leaders mm-hmm. during the genocide. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a member of the Panchasila Youth mm-hmm. um, who killed hundreds of people personally, mm-hmm. primarily mm-hmm. by garroting them. Again, just like in the in the back of a newspaper office. Yeah, yeah. Like he would just, you know, show up with, with people, you know, bring them in the back of this office. Like, people kind of knew what he was doing, and he would just garrot them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Yep. He would just wrap a wire around their fucking throat and pull. Yeah. I mean, that was... I mean, I mean, I mean like... And that was, that was after they discovered that, that it was too messy to beat them to death. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he, again, he's Anwar Congo himself is very honest about all of his mm-hmm. role in this. He yeah. he says that yes, I figured out it was easier to grot people than to beat them to death. Like, exactly. I had a trial and error process in my mass murder. Course. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he settled on Anwar Congo because he is, he kind he is this fascinating figure who is you know, simultaneously like as with you know. S- you know, kind of the whole society is very open and honest about his role in this is, you know, outwardly very proud really of his role, you know, is lauded as a hero. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he goes to these Panchasila youth conferences and, you know, he like dances up on stage and everyone applauds for him. And the president of the Panchasila youth like knows him well. And like, and like, and like when like, like when Amar Congo goes to talk to this guy who is again, the head of like a 3 million member, like major Mm -hmm. political, like paramilitary in Indonesia, mm-hmm. the guy isn't kind of like, oh, this fucking guy. He seems like, he's like, oh, Anwar, you know, yeah. like, how you doing, you know? Like, yeah, that guy, we got to talk about that. Yes, guy. we'll get to that. Yes. But but he's also like, I, I, cause I, I, as much as I talk about not doing research, I did do an, uh, read an interview with Joshua Oppenheimer mm-hmm. where he said he was drawn to Anwar Congo because he was also someone who was clearly struggling with his guilt at the same mm-hmm. time. You know, he talks very openly and honestly, again, about like, he drinks a lot and like yeah. parties a lot and like does ecstasy a lot. He, like he's an old fucking man, obviously, yeah. but it's still like yeah, I roll a lot of the time. Yeah, and like party and go out and dance because because you know I I struggle with my guilt from this. Mm-hmm. You know, I killed a lot of people. Yeah, but the, I have nightmares about it. Yeah, yeah. But the, there is this tension in him where it's you know one, I am told I am a hero and I like to believe that, and two, I don't really feel like a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so the movie is really sort of watching the process of him deal with that. Yeah, and the, the really interesting way that they frame this. Oh my god! Yeah, is what they do is it this because this documentary has I think in some quarters kind of a when people hear that word they kind of think vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know, they think like Ken Burns. You know, yeah. it's, it's very staged. You know, you're just sort of it's like a filmed textbook. Yeah. Or where you're, you're just sort of like, you know, it's about as bland and vanilla uh, 
a, a type of film as you could get. Yeah. Which I really I is is incorrect, you mm-hmm. know. But like there's a there's a reason that exists because those kinds of documentaries do exist. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just we're just like an hour and a half or two hours of, of people talking to one another. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's exposition essentially. It's yeah. it's an info dump. You yeah, know? exactly. It's it's learning. Yes, exactly. And, and you I mean, there's you know, this is this is an edifying film in a lot of ways, but yeah. but it is an incredible work of like actual cinema too. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the key of, of what makes this such a strange and beguiling and, and irresistible movie is that the way that they have chosen to approach, you know, dealing with Anwar Congo's personal trauma is basically what Josh Oppenheimer does is he says, Hey Anwar, would you like to make a movie about your own experiences? And then just sort of lets Anwar Congo make a movie about mm-hmm. what he thinks about the killings. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie kind of, the act of killing kind of functions as this sort of weird, it's simultaneous, it's almost like the best behind the scenes movie ever made. Yeah. Like a lot of the scenes of it are, you know, they sort of, again, just let Anwar Congo stage these like reenactments of mm-hmm. his of his killings, you know, yeah, in whatever um, way he wants to, which is yeah. often in the in the in the in the vein of um of of of, of basically adaptations of like of, of Hollywood movies he saw, yeah, because he really started off and his like little gang that ended up being a, a death squad and a mm-hmm. genocide. But before that, they yeah. were what they what they in uh, in Indonesia call movie theater gangsters, mm-hmm. which basically I looked it up. Apparently, they just. Their whole deal was they would like scalp movie theater tickets. Yeah, they would just buy all of the movie theater. They would buy all the tickets for like a movie, and then they would stand outside, right? And the guy would be like, "Oh, the movie sold out," and then he'd be like, "Here's a ticket," and they would just el- they would just they would just inflate the price. Yeah, yeah, basically just price gougers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny that they call themselves gangsters. It's like that's like one of the. I mean, I mean, I guess it's that's, a racket. But that's some like, real like newsies ass. Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 But to like jump from like that to like Death Squad. Exactly. Is, Yes, but, yes, the right-wing death squad. Just yes. immediately, yeah. Yeah, but, and so, but, he, you know, he talks very, you know, again, just, I, I'm going to keep saying talks very openly because mm-hmm. it is, it, it's really just worth mentioning how incredible the footage in this movie is. Oh, my God. Like, um, the interview that I read with Joshua Oppenheimer was, the other person in the interview was Werner Herzog, who mm-hmm. we've, you know, obviously talked about before because he was a... Uh, one of the executive producers on this movie, mm-hmm. um, him and uh, and um, what's his name, uh, Errol, Errol Morris. Errol yeah. Morris, who you're gonna get an Errol Morris movie at some point. Like, yeah. Werner Herzog and Errol Morris is about they're like about as the two biggest, almost the two biggest names in documentary you could get. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like that is quite a stamp of approval on your. Yes, mind. yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no I, mean, but, I mean, I mean, I watched Wormwood, and you and I talked about Wormwood. Yeah. Previous yeah. to recording this podcast, yeah, but yeah. one of just totally throw away one of the things Werner Herzog says in the interviews. I was more involved than Errol, <laughs> <laughs> but he's so cool. But anyway, just um, apparently the way that Joshua Oppenheimer got Werner Herzog involved was somewhere during this like eight year production process. Like one of Joshua Oppenheimer's friends like spotted Werner Herzog at the airport. And like cornered him is like, please, my buddy, he's making a documentary. Can you just spare him like ten minutes? Mm-hmm. Just watch like just watch ten minutes of footage. And had to like really like kind of cajole him into just sitting down with him. And so Joshua Oppenheimer just shows him like eight random minutes of footage they've shot, and Werner Herzog is immediately like, This is one of the most incredible things I've seen. You have to make this movie. Mm-hmm. Because again, what what you have here is 
this mix of like again like docu realistic like just because a lot of this movie is wa- just sort of watching Anwar Congo and his buddy Herman who is another like Death Squad veteran and some yeah. of the other guys. Well, he wasn't in the um he he Herman Herman's younger Herman's Penchasil youth, but Herman wasn't involved in the actual. No, I believe he was. was. He looks he looks younger, but they're like I believe he was involved in the killing. Okay. Oh, was he involved in yeah. the killing? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, but you just you kind of watch them like go about their lives and yeah. like you know sort of like you you get a sense of like again just like a sort of like docu-realistic like sense of indonesian society today like mm-hmm. you know which is again just even that footage is incredible like there's yeah. a scene where they just they go around and follow one of the like panchasila youth leaders just like go around and literally just extort chinese immigrants yes like just yeah. on camera like walk from shop to shop and be like hey you know, we're, we're throwing this big Panchasila youth thing. You know, it would be really nice if you could make a donation. Yeah. And it's very clear what he means by donation. It's, yeah. you know, it would be a shame if something happened to this little store. That's exactly. Life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they don't make a big enough donation, they, like, yell at them to, like, more. Like, give us more. And, and like, yeah. these are men that are, like, 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 these are not, like. And it's very clear that, like, behind the, like, asking for more is a real threat of violence. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, you can see the terror in these, like, Chinese men's faces. Yeah. Like, they are. They are right. I mean, I mean. Well, I think with one of them, the guy that they keep being like, "Come on, more money, more money." You can tell he's just like so sick of this shit. Yeah. Because he must just get it all the fucking time. Yeah. Because he's Chinese and therefore a communist. But this guy is like, you know, the the Panchasil youth like enforcer is totally fine doing this on camera because yeah. he lives in a society that is essentially it is a society run by gangsters. Exactly. Like yeah. even at like the highest levels of power, it's clear like they're gangsters. Yeah. No, they they talk about uh, there, so there, so there's a lot of. Uh, footage of uh, Panchasila youth things, right? Yeah, including footage of the leader of the Panchasila youth, who's just Mr. Fucking Hot Mike. Just, um, just this fucking guy. This guy, like, it's, again, it's just, it's so clear that, that he does not care what anyone thinks no. of him because he doesn't have to. So there no. are not one, not two, but three instances of him just openly me-tooing the shit out of people. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, oh, like, yeah. so there's this scene where they're, they're interviewing, again, the, the current head of the Panchasila youth at, on a golf course. Yeah. And he's, he's at, they're asking him, like, how many people did you kill during the genocide? And his answer is literally something like, not enough. Yeah, and yeah. then he's like, "Can I fucking take my golf swing now?" Yeah, and then, and then they cut to like you know him on the green like a couple seconds later, and just from a distance like him not realizing or just not caring that his mm-hmm. mic is on, just turning to his like either assistant or caddy, some yeah, some like you know attractive young woman, and just saying, "You know, you got a fucking mole on your pussy." Yeah, yeah, like I guarantee you, you got a mole on your pussy, yeah. and her just having to like giggle, Smile and yeah, nod. exactly, yeah. yeah, because this is a again. The, the the leader of a three million strong uh, paramilitary paramilitarily like like genocidal like, Boy Scouts exactly exactly yeah. yeah where did they call the Panchasila youth because a lot of those guys are like are like are like in their twenties you know I mean I, it's it's the it's just the Hitler youth exactly yeah, yeah it's exact yes no honestly. It's the Hitler youth with cooler uniforms, because I gotta say. Oh, those like orange camo those things? Those orange camo things. Yeah. I mean, there's part of me that was like, God, that's like the worst thing about fascists is that they honestly do look cool. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Like, the uniforms are actually cool, but it's like, these guys are, yeah, exactly, like, insane. But yeah, this guy, and this guy does things like that two more times. Yes, in the movie, like, and, like, he just, I, I, I just kept thinking, because like, Indonesia is like, one of the things I know about Indonesia is that it's a very like religious country. Yeah, he's like he do, like he does this like he yeah he, he like calls some woman like like a whore or something like basically to her face and then yeah. he, like 
a second later is like doing the call to prayer. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And these guys like are all just getting absolutely shit faced. Yeah. Right. And they're all just like you know like like oh you know like may Allah guide our country. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just I mean but that's the thing is that like. I mean, like, there, there is no such thing as hypocrisy to these men because no. they fucking, I mean, as these guys say over and over and over again, we won. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, we can do what, yeah, whatever. And, and the thing that they keep, they keep saying is there's, it's almost like, it, almost like a meme in the original sense that, like, just a piece of information that seems to somehow have been passed around all of Indonesian society is seemingly everyone in Indonesia, because, like, almost seemingly like a half dozen people independently say this of one another is... You know, we were gangsters, but that's good. Gangster is the English word for free men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at all of these fucking Pancasila youth rallies, they're just like, you know, people call you gangsters, but that, yeah, like you said, but that's a good thing because we need gangsters because gangster means free men. It's and just, in that case, again, it is the vice president of Indonesia saying It that. is, yes, exactly. This is not some, I mean, like, they get some, like, it is, like, it seems that, like, every governor and every, and I don't know a... I know, like, a little bit about Indonesian, but probably about as much as you do, yeah. I guess, right? But, like, you know, like, but, like, it seems to be, like, it is just the entire Indonesian, like, government. Anyone with any sort of, like, actual title, whether it's, like, governor or deputy minister of X, Y, or Z, or anything like that, they're just all, like, either were in some way, shape, or form complicit or, like, an active participant in right. this, right? Or at least, or at least, like, booster the fucking... I mean, these fascists. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I think just one of the most insane scenes in the movie is uh, Anwar Congo and Herman go on, a, like, a, an Indonesian state talk show to, like, promote the movie. Oh, my which fucking is, God. It's in, it is the most Verhoeven scene possible, but yes. it is completely real. Because it's, it's you know, it's like Good Morning... It's, like, it's literally, like, fascist Good Morning America. Exactly. Where, like, the, like, whatever the, like, Indonesian equivalent of Katie Couric... No. It's like these are these are our you know she's literally like these are death squad leaders you yes. know they're heroes yeah they they kill she literally I don't remember the exact words but she literally says something like they killed a lot of communists but they found a way to do it more humanely exactly like, yeah 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 like they like 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 they're the fucking like 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 I don't know like they invented fucking Peloton or some shit yes like it's a goddamn startup yeah and and then, and then they cut to the like the control room where just all of the like you know the yeah. the stage managers and cameramen are just sort of like. Just sort of quietly talking shit like these people are fucking insane. Exactly. But yeah. but they're still just like they're just happily going about their jobs, yeah. filming this just yeah. completely insane thing. Yeah. It's like it's it's like again, it's like watching Goebbels on yes. Good Morning America. Yes, it's insane. It is in like in like again like like in like what what is it what what is it like two thousand six? Like yeah. this isn't like this isn't like nineteen eighty or something no. like that. This was like this was like. I mean, fuck, we're almost to Obama at that point. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. Oh, my God, they show, wait, hold on, no. In one scene, they show Obama. This yeah. is during Obama. Part, yeah, again, this was filmed over, like, Holy seven or eight years. Shit. Like, yeah, this is not the distant past. No. Yeah. This, like, just fucking happened. Yeah. And it's, like, and there's literally a scene when they're at that fucking talk show where, like, where, like, where, like she goes, like, she goes, like, well, what about, like, you know, like, the again, because... This happened in the fucking 60s. So there are, not only are there people who, like, survived this, right? You mm-hmm. know, they, like, happened to, like, you know, like, uh, you know, they're a teacher, and so they're in the teacher's union. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they got brutalized and possibly, like, tortured or raped or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right, right, but were, I guess, lucky enough to survive, right? And then, you know, had to work, like, 
like, I don't know, digging ditches because they couldn't mm-hmm. get any other, like, actual job and scrape out a meaner, meager existence. But then, so those people now have kids and grandkids that are just, like, all over Indonesia. I mean, like, in one point in the movie... Oh, so that's, that's actually a good point because Joshua Oppenheimer actually directed a follow-up to this movie called The Look of Silence, mm-hmm. um, which is about uh, the son of genocide victims mm-hmm. who is an... Who's an, the setup there is he's an optometrist, and mm-hmm. basically what he does is, you know, basically Joshua Oppenheimer is following him as he gives eye exams to perpetrators of the genocide, and mm-hmm. then starts grilling them, mm-hmm. like the actual like optometrist slash son of a victim, and it's again just some of the most incredible footage you could yeah. see. Just watching a person who's like, hey, my my talking to again like fucking Eichmann being like, yeah. hey, my dad was in the Holocaust and you're out here walking free. What the fuck is up with that? Yeah. Knowing yeah. full well that like, Eichmann, Eichmann is in power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bad guys won. In yeah. This. Yeah, and, and, and no, and it's in, but it's like, but, but that's the thing. What's it going? When they fucking ask them, like, 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 what about, what about like all these, all these, yeah, again, because like you said, like, like, this is a society in which like, Yes, the, the perpetrators of the genocide, not only are they like, you know, it's not like some shit where it's kind of like, all right, peace and reconciliation. There was no peace and reconciliation. No. They just, just won. It was fine. just the fucking boot. Yes, exactly. Yes, they just are, they're not only fine, they're thriving mm-hmm. in this in this society, right? But then at one point, like, fascist Katie Couric is like, well, what about, like, you know, the, the children and sons of these, you know, and daughters mm-hmm. and grandchildren of these victims? Like, you know, like, what what about them? Like, like you know, like, I guess you can kind of understand that they might not be very happy with right. you, right? Right? And then the, that fucking dude who, bro, we got to talk about that dude real Addy. quick. No, not Addy. Addy, that son of a bitch. We can talk yeah. about him, too. No, 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 but the other, the, like, the fucking, like, Fucking like like evil Andre the Giant looking motherfucker. Not 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 Herman. You know mm. what I mean? The other dude. Oh yeah. The yeah. dude. Yeah, who is in like that like little gang of four when they're all sitting on the uh, on yeah. the table. Yeah, that dude. He just goes like she goes like she goes like if they do anything we'll exterminate them all too. Huge round of applause from yes. the audience, which by the way is entirely Panchasila youth. Yeah. But um. But yeah. So yeah. I- so that guy, that guy who also says like the best ones to rape were the fourteen year olds. Yes, yes. He Same says guy. that to the camera. To the camera. Yeah. Fantastic. But, but that's that's the other thing. So again, the, half the movie is just again watching them like mm. you just footage of like Indonesia today. Yes. Which again is just some of the most incredible documentary footage you could ever hope to mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm. Like just again, just insane how just how open and flagrant everyone oh, yeah. is completely willing to be. But then there's. There's the other half too, which is the like the footage of the movie, which is it's almost impossible to describe. Yeah. Um, it's just like ev- just take everything that we have said and then understand this is a movie that begins with a shot of women in like traditional Indonesian dress <clears throat> dancing out of the mouth of a giant like Fish. fish sculpture sculpture yeah like sing, yeah. singing about like i don't even remember what there's peace and peace, peace and love yes peace yeah. and love yes and then and then them all singing in front of a front of a giant pristine waterfall and yes. like and like while herman is dressed in drag yes exactly yeah. yeah herman is dressed in so much drag yeah because again this is they are allowing people who you know love movies mm. but have no experience making them letting them just run wild mm-hmm. and so like the movies they make is is it the movie that they make, and let's let's be clear, there is no actual movie. Like Joshua yeah. Oppenheimer is very clear, but yeah, there was never going to be a fucking movie. Which sucks because I want I want to see that movie so badly. Yeah, yeah. But 
but like the what they the way that they have chosen to like um, frame their you know because this, again this is a movie about how people like frame the narrative of their own crimes yeah and how they choose to frame that is this weird mix of like Bollywood karaoke music videos yeah and like westerns and like noir yeah and just like and then and, and then, then, then just incredibly brutal like very realistic yeah just scenes of like war crimes yes yes and like so there's there's this scene where they reenact an attack on a village mm-hmm and it's a just, massacre they call it yes. they literally call it a massacre yes we committed a massacre we are reenacting yeah. our massacre yeah. I would always wear jeans when I was doing a massacre is literally yes. a line in this fucking movie that Edmore Congo says yeah. because he's like yeah you know a little thicker and that's and like the, again just the Indo, the Indonesian minister of like sport and culture shows up just to sort of like give his blessing and like yeah. see like hey I wanted to come see the massacre yeah exactly and, and that, that's actually the one the one because it is just that's, I think, some of the toughest footage in the movie, just because it is, yeah. like, they really reenact a massacre. Like, they have, like, villagers who are acting as, like, extras, and, like, there are little girls there who are, like, fucking crying. By just sob. Dude, Herman's own daughter is just, like, yes. sobbing hysterically. And that's, that's the one moment where, moment where the, like, the minister of sport and culture is like, we might have gone a little far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he says, when he's like, you know what? But oh. then he immediately walks it back. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, he goes, he goes. Oh my god! Like that was, you know. Oh my god! We must have just looked so terrible, you know, right? And 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 that's what we're, but that's what we're capable of. And actually, we're capable of worse. Like right. it's, it's this insane because he does this in like real time where he like realizes, holy shit, we look insane. And then as he's like trying to be like back away from it, actually goes like, actually no, you know what? No, that was actually good. And but that's that's kind of the movie in a microcosm yeah, exactly. because this is a movie about people who do something terrible and rather than reckoning with it, they double down. Exactly. Yeah. They make yeah. a heroism. So every one step back they take to kind of back away from it, they then take two steps forward straight towards it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they have scenes of Anwar like enthusiastically like recreating his killings. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it is very like, you know, it's fucking slapdash and weird like yeah there's a few scenes where for some reason he's wearing these like really terrible like like as if he's been burned like makeup prosthetics that mm-hmm. are just, I, they never explain why and it's i think they're based after the like the like makeup prosthetics in this like famous indonesian propaganda film that was like uh, basically okay. like 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 the pro- it was a propaganda film is an anti-communist propaganda film which is just like this is everything the communists were doing and that's mm-hmm. why we had to kill all of them yeah right and that and you know right and and they literally have a talk in the movie where they're just like yeah no the communists weren't doing any of that right right but they were yeah. like yeah but it's important that we show people that because if they if we don't show people that people are going to be like oh you were the bad guys yeah. and we can't have that even though it's the truth but we can but sometimes the truth isn't what's best Right yeah. and 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 they and they really talk about that and um yeah sorry what were you saying so I I, I just wanted to talk more about the idea of doubling down because yeah. I think we should talk about Addie here yeah so Ad, Addie is one of their other friends from back in the day who's yeah. now like a a fairly high ranking member in the Panchasila Youth like mm-hmm. he's he's a rich guy yeah like yeah it's one of the, one of the like interesting things about this is like Anwar and Herman like they did all this shit and they're still like living like not great like yeah. lower middle class like Indonesian lives yeah, it's like yeah yeah they're not the poorest people in their neighborhoods and they yeah and that's the thing they're, they're like legends in their neighborhood right they're legends but like they're not they didn't like make out of this like bandits yeah yeah oh yeah no they're not in a mansion they're both in like I guess like 
not the humblest homes, but mm-hmm. like not yeah, again, not mansion. Like you see a lot of fucking mansions in this movie. Yeah. For people that were like, it was good that we did that, right? Yeah, and I mean there there's a scene where I don't I don't remember who it was, it might have been Addie, um, but someone is talking about how yeah, I mean, once we'd kill, killed all those people, it was very easy to just go up to people and be like, hey, we're going to take your lands. Like, yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. Like, very, yeah. very open. It, was, it wasn't Addy. It was, the, uh, it was the guy that had all the fucking figurines. Yeah. But, yeah, it was that guy. Yeah. But it's, you know, very, again, just very openly talking about how, yeah, what we got out of this was gangster capitalism. Exactly. Like, yeah. We, yeah. We, we got, the end result of this was the rich getting really fucking rich. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and no one can do anything about it because, you know. What, we're gonna... what, what are you gonna do? We just killed like 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 half a million to fucking three million people. We don't even know. That's an insane range. That's yeah. such a fucking range. Yeah. No idea. We don't even know. We killed so many people. We don't even know how many people we killed. What are you gonna do? You're gonna say, "Well, hold on. I don't think that's a fair price." We just killed people all the time. Right. And I mean, so so Addy is this again another just mass murderer who who unlike Anwar shows no remorse whatsoever. No. He actually he calls yeah. Anwar weak for having yes. any remorse. He says like yeah. um if you can if you can get enough money for killing someone, it's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's he's such an interesting character because when he was first introduced, right? I was like, "Oh man, because he was a lot more um, honest than even Anwar was." And Anwar mm-hmm. is is almost an open book. But yeah. There's a part of Anwar that's kind of like, "Well, but you know, I mean, like you know, like was it really what we did? And then Addy's just right, like, because he's not total. Anwar is not totally comfortable with what with what happened. What happened so yeah. he there there has to be a little bit yeah. of justification. There has to be a little bit of like distance from it. He can't totally accept it because if it did, he would crush him. It would crush him, and we'll get into that. Yeah, but, exactly. But Addy has none of that. Addy remorse. like basically says like, oh yeah, no, yeah, we did a genocide. Yeah, yeah, yeah we absolutely he's, genocide. He's though. the. Um, the Hague can fucking try me, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally says just like, oh, the communists didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah but, you know, I mean, hey, we had to kill them. Yeah. Right? Why? And, and there's yeah. this scene where he's, again, where he's talking about, and this, this. Oh, my God. I think I know the scene. Go ahead. Yeah, but there's a scene where he's he's giving one of those, you know, not even justifications, just statement of facts. Just, mm-hmm. this is what happened. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And the way that they have it edited, because this movie is just incredibly edited. It's, it's not just that they have just the most amazing footage ever ever yeah. captured it's just they know how to deploy it perfectly yeah. for like, like every scene in this movie i was just like what the fuck right and they, they know how to like deploy it for ju- juxtaposition for irony and there's this scene where again adi is giving one of these just i don't know fuck you try me yeah just not again just not even justifications and they they have it as voiceover and it over b-roll of him and his family just at the mall yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, and I think the point they're making pretty clearly is ultimately what all this was for, all this death and violence, is so they could have shopping malls. Exactly. Yeah, just so they could have shopping malls. Yeah, instead of instead of giving all of the poor peasants like you know like enough land that they're like that them and their kids wouldn't starve, but they not, get shopping malls. Not even that, because again, at a certain oh, point, yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah. this is these guys aren't like because like Addy and like and 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 Emma and these guys, these guys aren't like committed like 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 ideologues you know no. what i mean right like, i mean like like, and, like the and, people they were killing i mean not of course the majority of the people they were killing weren't committed ideologues they were just like you know happened to be like you know again like someone that was like i don't know like like you said like that was a quote-unquote communist you know what i mean but yeah like, yeah yeah these guys aren't like these guys i mean like these guys aren't like because like a lot of okay, like, none of them have yes. an ideology beyond their own exactly wealth and power. Yes, yes, yes 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 yeah if they had an ideology the only thing it could be is a gangster yeah, gangster shit. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. I mean, they're pretty explicit about that. We're yeah. gangsters. Yeah, we're gangsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means free men. I don't know. Right. If do. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But sorry, go ahead. I don't even know what I was saying. Just, I mean, 
it's just again that's that was ultimately the that's what all this yeah. was for was just for a shopping mall and I mean uh, just for a fucking shopping mall just so him and his him and his him and his goddamn wife and their fucking daughter could buy a Peloton could buy a fucking Peloton and I mean it's Joshua Oppenheimer has made very clear because he's like he's he's an interesting case where this movie has been lauded in the West obviously but he's also like been very clear about like I can't go back to Indonesia no not no 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 I mean maybe but. Um, I saw a thing where he was like, he was like, yeah. What sucks is that I can literally never go back. There. Yeah, that's true. But but specifically, what I was what I was building to is like, yeah, it, he has held like the U.S. and English government's feet to the fire on this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he he won a uh, a BAFTA for mm-hmm. best documentary, and like in his speech was like the British government needs to acknowledge its involvement in no, this. Yeah. Which oh, was yeah. then when, when the BAFTAs like posted the clip online, they edited that part out. Uh, and like he, the movie was screened for Congress, and he like you know gave Congress a lecture about how you need to accept responsibility yeah. for this because like the here's U.S. The, here's the twist: the U.S. and England like backed all this violence. Yeah, like they yeah. they provided lists of names of communists. Mm-hmm. Um, they provided communications equipment, mm-hmm. uh, training, training, yeah. um, financial support. Yeah, yeah, um, and just I mean straight up just tacit acceptance. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot like. There's a lot of influence in just giving the okay to this. Yeah, yeah, and then and then what happened after this happened was that um, um, uh, I'm, I'm sure the British did it too, but I know specifically like the U.S. They took these guys who did this stuff mm-hmm. and they took them and they took them to to the School of the Americas. They took them to South America. Mm-hmm. They took them to these other places and had them teach paramilitaries there. Under you know Operation Con- uh, Operation Condor, yeah. right? Basically, how to replicate what you know as yeah. as recently it's, been called the Jakarta method. Yeah, and it's important to say this isn't like conspiracy theory stuff. Like the CIA officer who is primarily responsible for actually handing over the list of of like names of suspected communists to the Indonesian military. I think his name was Robert Masters. Mm-hmm. He's I mean he's another one of those guys who's been very clear. Yeah, that's what I did and yeah. it needed to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. To stop the spread of communism. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, like like just to really put into perspective the communists they were killing, like, okay, you ever shop at a Safeway or a Giant, right? Imagine if they just started picking people out of like people that worked at the Safeway or Giant or, you know, or like uh, janitorial staff right at like you know who's like under seiu right or just like people at the farmer's market right like the people working at the farmer's market just those types of people right and just started plucking them out and then garroting them to death i I think it's yeah like 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 it was like like i heard the story of this woman that literally just was like a teacher in a teacher's union and then just got absolutely fucking brutalized and then like most of her co-workers killed and I, I, yeah. I, think, I think it is worth making the point, though, that, like, there are a lot of people who were killed who weren't involved in any way. Exactly, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. There weren't even union members. Right, or because, because, again, once violence like this becomes an acceptable, like, yeah. part of society, it's just people are going to make up excuses to kill people. Yeah. Like the heavens in every single, in every right. single thing like this. I mean, there's a, this is obviously a different conflict, but I think it applies. There's this great book about Afghanistan called mm-hmm. No Good Men Among the Living that is mm-hmm. sort of about just how we fucked up Afghanistan. One mm-hmm. of the points that they make in that is that, you know, the U.S. wandered into this, like, decades-old, like, you know, civil war, essentially, and with no idea who the sides were, what was happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there were a lot of grudges to be had, obviously, that had nothing to do with the Taliban. But people, but the U.S., you know, had, like, bounties out for the Taliban and were eager to snatch them up. And so people, you know, if someone had a dispute with their neighbor, they could just go to the Americans and be like, hey, 
Omar over there is Taliban. Yeah. And we would snatch him up. And yeah. it might have just been, you know, his cow keeps eating my grass or something. Exactly. But yeah. they have cows in Afghanistan? Goat, maybe. That might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I don't know. That's the yeah. thing. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is that like, yeah, like, like, like not only is it just like to like a level of like, of like the definition of communist mm-hmm. became so wide mm-hmm. that it was like ludicrous. Like, like, like it, it wasn't just like. Because, yeah, if you were in the PII, you were fuck, uh, the, 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 the Indonesian Communist Party, which I need to emphasize was a legal parliamentary party. Yeah. was just a – was like the Democrat – or like the Green. Or no, 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 no. They had more power than the Greens, but they were just – they were like a completely yeah. legal political party yeah. that, like, again, like was and, – and this is a kind of a reason why this all ended up happening was – not armed on purpose because they weren't trying to be like a guerrilla force in the in the in the mountains or anything right. like that. They were just like, no, 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 no. We're trying to we're trying to do this by like yeah. normal political parliamentary means and yeah. just so your PKI, you're immediately dead, right? You have any sort of like union and they just or, keep yeah. expanding the exactly what it is, what it is. And then yeah, of course there was a ton of just like. Oh yeah, um, fucking well again. It's a like, Muslim country, so fucking Omar's a communist, right? And then yeah, Herman. I mean, Herman talks about how you know there was this whole you know, push to kill ethnic Chinese. And during mm-hmm. that, he's like, you know, he was, he makes the point, he was dating a Chinese woman. And no, 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 no. That was Avi who did that. I thought it was her. No, 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 no. It was Avi. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Yeah, we stabbed. I, yeah. Either way, either way, it was the, one of them. Yeah. But, but he just makes the point. He, he, uh, he didn't get along with his girlfriend's dad, and mm-hmm. he was Chinese, so he could kill his girlfriend's dad. Yeah. 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 He, he runs and, into and again, his girlfriend's dad and just stabs him. And he tells us like it's a funny story. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and another interesting thing is though, right? Which is also kind of briefly covered here is the role of the media mm-hmm. in this because basically one of the main guys who was giving these goons, right, 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 the gangsters, the list of people mm-hmm. to kill, right, was the was the publisher of a of a I guess what is a major newspaper yeah. in Indonesia, right? The man that's still in charge of that uh, at least until the time of this filming, and was just. Totally just like, oh, yeah, no, I would literally just wink and then this person would die. Yeah. Like, I could do that. And one of the most fascinating scenes to me in this movie was the scene where I guess one of those guys, like, reporters who, mm-hmm. like, was, like, kind of, you know, was, like, complicit in the genocide in the same way that... Because, like, yeah, because this, like, uh, the newspaper guy didn't actually kill anyone, right? Yeah. He just signed people's death warrants, basically, right? right? He was, like, a, he was basically, like, a fucking bureaucrat, mm-hmm. you know, right? And was ginning up anti-communist propaganda through his newspaper. But, like, one of his reporters, like, when they... So in filming their quote-unquote movie, they 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 film this scene where they basically are like, this is how we kill people, mm-hmm. right? Right? You know, in the, in the back of the newspaper office. Yeah. And the guy goes like, that's so interesting that you were doing that. I had no idea you were doing that. And then um, uh, Adi, Avi, whatever his name is, right? Adi. Adi, yeah. Adi just basically goes like, look, buddy, I'm not calling you a liar or anything like that. Right. How the fuck did you not know we were killing people? But we didn't yeah. try to hide it. We were yeah. killing people back yeah. there. What are you talking about? We would walk back with people, and then they would not walk out. We right. did this for years. What are yeah. you talking because about? Because this journalist is uncomfortable with his role in it. So he, exactly. unlike, unlike, again, it, there's like a spectrum of responses here where Adi is like pure like, no, fuck you, this is what I did, I'm fine yeah. with it. Anwar is kind of in the middle, and then there's this other guy who is so uncomfortable that he just has to pretend it didn't happen. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which is, which, and, and, and so I think now do you kind of want to talk about Anwar, because... Yeah, we should talk about where this goes. Where this, yeah, okay, because, go ahead. So again, there, there are all these, you know, all these scenes in the ostensible movie that they're making where Anwar is reenacting his killings. What happens is they, Joshua Oppenheimer op- engineers a scene where he's like, hey, Anwar, would you want to play a victim in one of these scenes? So basically they have a reenactment where 
where Anwar is put in the position of a victim, you know, one of his own victims, and, you know, they reenact garroting him, essentially. And for a moment, he has to sit there in the shoes of one of the people who died and just in a small way, like, experience what they would have gone through. And this movie was already incredible before it got to this point, but because but this is where it just hits a level that like i i don't know that you will ever see anything like this in no. another movie again because you watch someone actually for the first time like confront his own evil yeah um, yeah and like it he he like clearly is deeply uncomfortable with yeah. the scene and like yeah. a couple scenes later like he He's still, like, trying to, like, pretend this is all okay. So, like, when he watches the... When they watch the footage from the scene, he, like, calls in his grandchildren he to watch with he them. He wakes... He has them wake up his grandchildren. Yes. <laughs> to be like, you're gonna see grandfather in a movie. Like, you have to yeah. see this. But it's so clear he's gathering them up to like, as, like, a comfort blanket. Because yeah. he's so uncomfortable with this. Yeah, yeah. Because he, like, can't really finish the scene. They have to keep yeah. stopping the scene... At the point where he's where he's being garroted, yeah, in the same way that he did to, because he's basically about to have a panic attack. Yeah, yeah, like he is he is freaking out. I mean, like Edward at one point tries desperately to like feed him water, yeah, right, and or feed him, you know, yeah. give him water, right, and, and and he just like can't do. It. I mean, the the man becomes almost fucking catatonic. Yeah, and then so after he's rewatched it, he sends his grandchildren children away, and he, he literally just turns to Oppenheimer and like Joshua. Is this, is this what it felt like for them? Mm-hmm. And Oppenheimer's like, no, it felt worse because they knew they were going to die. Yeah, you knew you were, you knew this was a film. Yeah. You knew you weren't going to die. They didn't have that. Yeah. And just, and just his, his reaction just being like, but like, but like, I, I, ex- but like, I felt it. Yeah. Like, I felt what they felt. Yeah, you, you watch someone put themselves in the shoes of their victim for the first time. Yeah. And there's a scene. Just the ending of the film, you know, going from there is, you know, because one of the first scenes in the movie is Anwar showing you the spot where he did most Mm -hmm. of his killings. Mm -hmm. And so they, you know, they go back to the spot and Mm -hmm. sort of say like, hey, how are you feeling about it now? And he starts fucking dry heaving. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's the sound he makes, just like the physical sound of like a person like realizing what they have done is just one of the most horrid (sighs) things I've ever heard. Yeah. It's. it, 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 it sounds like someone like regurgitating like like I mean like 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 decades of just like of just all of the bullshit yeah of just all of the stuff he's had to tell himself everything he's had to do to like just live with what he did and it's just it it, 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 it it's it, it's it's like you said he's finally realized what he did yeah and 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 it, it's you know I, it's it's I mean I I don't know where else you can see this you know what I mean yeah. I know I know every fucking Nazi tried to pull out that I was just following orders thing you know my yeah. bad I was just following orders but you know they went I mean I mean I I mean that's the thing there was a real hatred there and I guarantee you Eichmann went to his fucking went to the goddamn noose in Israel fucking being like yeah you know what w- wish we had won you know right. what I mean right his one regret being that they didn't win basically right. you know like and this I, is you you have to watch someone deal with winning here exactly yeah. exactly this is what winning looks like yeah and it's i mean it, it's it's because like for a lot of this movie i was like watching this and being like these men need to die they need mm-hmm. to die they need to die like not even because of anything just like i'm sorry like if you do like look like i'm gonna be honest with you i believe in the death penalty at a certain point 
what's it called? If you do a certain if thing, you do a genocide, if you do a genocide, I'm sorry, you have to die. Like it's nothing personal, but like you don't get to keep being alive. They, they at Nuremberg hanging all those Nazis. They, I mean, what's it called? Did you ever see? Um, there's some movie with that uh, fat British dude where he's playing the fucking executioner. The guy mm-hmm. that that British dude that did all the executing. Or one of the guys that did a lot of the executing mm-hmm. of the of the of the war criminals, right? And he's kind of whole thing is just like, no, these men have been sentenced to death. They need to die for mm-hmm. what they did. That's the way to make this right. It's nothing personal, but they they killed all these people, mm-hmm. and so in order for in order for everything for the scales to be balanced, they need to die, and that's all this is, right? Mm-hmm. Not doing this out of any hatred. And that's the thing. And then like so for so much of the movie, I was just like, you need to die. You need to die. You talking about raping 14-year-olds, you need to fucking really die. Right. You know what I mean? And then at the end of this movie, I was just like, fuck Anwar. That'd be a... I mean, like, that would be, that would be I a... I think having to live with that is almost worse. Exactly. Yeah. Like, really... I mean, because that's the thing. None of the, all these other guys, you know what? They can die. Because they seem to have all found a way to live with it. Yeah. At, I mean, Anwar, Anwar, Anwar died of natural causes, I think, like, mm. last year. But, like, I mean, I'm, I'm so... I mean... I remember I was reading about like Joshua Armenheimer when they won the BAFTA, mm-hmm. him telling it, and Anwar was like really excited, and he's like, "I hope you know we win an Academy Award too or whatever, right?" But I just I, I keep thinking about like what must his final last years have been? I mean, like, do you think? I mean, he must have just slipped back into having to justify it because I, I don't know, but at I know least for, in the in the interview I read with with Oppenheimer, he said that you know Anwar was having a hard time with it, and basically what he had to tell him was you know with the only thing you can do is what it, with whatever years you have left, you have to you know, try and make up for it. Yeah. I don't know if he went through that, but like, I don't, I don't think that he went back to being okay with things. I ho- yeah, no, and I, and I hope not. And, and, and I, just real quick, cause I didn't, I wanted to bring it up. There's this one scene in the movie. So like the, I don't know who the guy is. He must be like an interpreter or something. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, cause Joshua Oppenheimer speaks whatever he, they speak. Indonesian. I don't I, know. I think there are a number of languages. Yeah. In, in yeah. Indonesia. But, but whatever the one that they speak is, right. he speaks that. Uh, and, 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 and then this guy, right. And the guy kind of like apes, like, you know, like being like choked and everything. And then he's also in the movie that they make. And at one point he, he talks about how his stepfather who raised him from birth Mm -hmm. was ethnic Chinese and was killed in the genocide Mm -hmm. and tells the story of his stepfather who, again, like, you know, he didn't die when he was like four. he got he, he died when he was ten. He was mm. killed when when this guy was ten. So for ten years, this man was the only father this man knew for ten years, and he tells the story of him being taken in the middle of the night and then finding him in an oil barrel, being having been killed and having to dispose of the body and dig dig, having to dig a grave, bury him this man's basically father and then go live in the jungle. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story and he tells it laughing because it has to be like, oh, isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Because he's telling it to the men that did it. Right. And their response is, right, right. Because he's telling it like, hey, we can include this in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And the response is, yeah, we, we can't put every story in the movie. There are so many stories. And right. it's just this scene where like, that's the thing. This is. This is a movie that can blackpill you if you're not if you're not careful. Yeah. But but I, you know I think that it's one of those things of like. 
Yeah. So so what one the fuck do you do, man? One one thing, just as, as sort of a closing, I just wanted to read this quote from Werner Herzog about the movie from the interview, just because I think it sums up what is so incredible about this movie. Yeah. Is they sort of asked him if he was unnerved watching this footage, and he says, "You know, I personally am not unnerved because I've been in very close contact with murderers on death row. Uh, for me, none of them are monsters, although their crimes are monstrous." They are monstrous beyond all imagination in some cases. However, meeting the perpetrators makes it obvious that there is no monster. They are still human. They are very, very human. We have to somehow accept that within the boundaries of humanity, crimes of that magnitude are still possible. They are not completely exotic. They are not foreign to human, human nature. That's a hard thing to swallow. And I think that's, you know, beyond just the incredible filmmaking and just the surreal, surreal, surreal surreality of it and mm-hmm. just everything else what is so incredible about this movie is that it it makes the people in it both as evil as they are and as human as they are yeah you know not to well i'm going i'm going to do the most awful thing i can do here and quote myself yeah you know in the in the little blurb review i wrote of this because I, I as i mentioned last time i named this like the best movie of 2013 mm-hmm. you know the thing that i said about it is that it looks evil in the eye and doesn't blink yeah and I think that's, you know, that's that's what it does. You know, yeah. it, the people in it are human and they are evil. They're yeah. both equally. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I don't know any movie that has done that as in, just as well as this is done. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's important too, because yeah. like, it's so easy just to make these men, or really anyone, I mean, this is mm. so applicable because like, look, what happened in Indonesia was horrific, but at the end of the day, like, it's not unique. Like, mm-hmm. like stuff like this has happened literally on every, on every continent except for fucking Antarctica. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, it would be so easy to say this happens elsewhere. Exactly. To other people in other times, they're not like me. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, and, and, and that's, and, and, and that's the thing is that like you listening to this, you, me, mm-hmm. any one of us, if a few things had gone differently, we could have been and Mark Congo. Like, 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 like who knows what we would have done put in his shoes. Yeah. And that's the thing because at the end of the day, Hitler fucking loved his dog. You know what I mean? I like dogs. You know? Yeah. I mean, what's it called? Mwar Congo, in the scene during the movie, warns his grandson to be careful because he's going to hurt a duck. Yeah. You know what I mean? These, and, and, and I think that, I think that you're he right. He seems to genuinely love his grandchildren. Exactly. Yes. I mean, like, I mean, like, these are not, because it's so easy to make people like this monsters because it makes it, because it makes it unique. Right? Well, you know, oh it my makes God. them alien. It makes them something other than exactly. other than us. Yes, yes, yes. To be able to dehumanize them in the same way that it they could be. not be my neighbors, it could not be me. Exactly right. Which is which is funny because that's what these men have to do in order to right. in order to do what they did. Right, yeah. right. And 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 at a certain point, at a certain point, I think what really gets Edmar Congo in the end is that for the first time, his victims were fully humanized. Yeah. Right. Because he he had to experience just a taste of what they did. Yeah. Right. And 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 what this does to you because that's the thing. This is not the normal documentary. The normal documentary teaches you something. Right. 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 This made me fucking feel something on such a visceral level mm-hmm. that I never had before. You know what I mean? I've always had this. You know, I'm a leftist, right? I've always had these kind of grand ideals of like, oh, I'm going to be oh killed in some sort of per. You know what I mean? Right? This mm-hmm. romantic idea, right? But at the end of the day, what what happened to me was I went to work and I work at a unionized store and I said like, oh, what if they just fucking killed Taisha? 
You know what I mm-hmm. mean, right? What did they just snatched her away, right? Because, you know, they wanted something cheap, right? Because, you know, she pissed off the wrong person, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that, right? And this is a convenient excuse to her, right? What did they fucking, you know, I mean, like, what did they kill Jennifer? You know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was looking at the people at my work, right? And I was like, could it be, right? It, it's not, I'm not the special, like, it could have just been anyone. Mm-hmm. And the people that did this could have been, you know, could have been just anyone. Yeah. And that's fucking I mean, we gotta know. I don't know, man. It's, it's. This is a this is a tough watch. It is. It's. This is, I think, one of the, truly one of the greatest movies ever made. Ever, ever, yeah. ever made. Ever. I, I have told you people, you fucking people. No offense, I'm sorry, but no, fuck you people. No, I've told you fucking people to watch. I said you've had to watch this movie. You've had to watch that movie. With fucking tears almost in my fucking eyes, you have to watch this movie. You're gonna want to turn it off. I know I did. Yeah. Look, we're being sincere right now. We're being sincere. There's supposed to be a funny podcast. You're not getting that this first half, okay? <laughs> Stick around, all right? Maybe the second half will be better. It literally has to be. Yeah. But I wanted to turn this movie off, and I am someone... I mean, you know, I, I'm someone who's seen some shit, right? Like, I, fuck it, I've seen limbless children in fucking Haiti, man. You know what I mean? I've seen some stuff in my day that was, like, unnerving and weird, right? And had to just be like, that's what, that's what, that's what I'm seeing today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've seen a man die. I've seen you shirtless. You've seen me shirtless, right? It's like, you're welcome, by the way. Oh my God. But that's the thing. I, I, I fucking wanted to turn this movie off so many times. That scene where they reenact what I can only imagine was a murder he perpetrated on a baby. Mm-hmm. I wanted, because I've had babies, and I thought about, what if that was my baby? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to turn it off then. I wanted to turn this movie off so many times. Because no one wants to think that people can do this. And the truth is, people people, people didn't just do this. People have been doing this. Yeah. So many times in so many places. One of the last things I'll quote from this interview is that, you know, he makes the point that, like, this is something that to one degree or another, this is obviously an extreme example, but in, in to one degree or another, has happened in almost all of the countries where we now make things. Mm-hmm. Oh, is, yeah. This is the price of, like, exporting places to cheap labor. This, yep. is, this is how that happens. Yeah. You know, you need to install these violent regimes that just allow for absolute degradation of people to force them to work yeah. for a dollar a day or whatever exactly mm-hmm. yeah it, it is it is the constant making this, this is how we get walmart yes exactly yes 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 how do you get how do you get your goods on amazon what's it called how do you get what's it called how do you get what's it called? how do you get rock bottom prices right for for these things how do you get that is that we have replicated this thing where there is an above class a gangster class in all of these in all of these um countries that we have included in our imperial sphere of influence that gets rich right we allow a certain percentage of the population of that country to get rich right and then you have basically almost a slave population to the rest and that is how you get a ten dollar t-shirt so the last thing i want to say how you get your goddamn graphic tee at walmart and i there's the thing no judgment. I bought a graphic tee at Walmart. Oh yeah, we all purchased. We all purchased. There's blood's on all of our hands. Everyone, yes. you're covered in blood. We all are. So one, it's one, great, folks. One last thing I want to say, and this is just to, uh, you know, this is this has been a heavy segment. I know. So <laughs> this. I wanna, God damn it. I think I think the right thing to do now is to talk about what a dipshit I am. Okay. So when I, when I you know again as I as I said I I named, in my college newspaper I named this as the best movie of the year. And a couple days later, this email shows up in my inbox 
from a Professor Oppenheimer who says, you know, my my son Joshua made this movie, The Act of Killing, that was just named as the best movie of the year by your publication. Would you like me to try and, like, you know, I'd be happy to, like, try and set up some kind of screening or something where he could come and maybe do a Q&A. And I emailed him back. I was like, that sounds really cool. And then never followed up on it because I was too busy getting drunk. You're such a piece of shit. You're such a piece of shit. What's your fucking problem? What's your fucking problem? I'm so lazy, Matt. Oh, man, but I completely understand that. I, there was so much Halo to play. Bro, I, I fucking... My goddamn... My fucking... I remember contacting my goddamn history advisor because I was just like, I would love to be a historian. I would love to do what you did and get to travel the world and look up all of these primary documents because as lazy as i was i actually deeply loved what i was studying mm. and there's a part of me that was like i don't care if i make no money i would love to get to learn all this shit and he said send me your cv and i'll see what i can find for you never sent him one <laughs> never sent him one mm. yours is worse yeah yours is worse yeah but oh man hey maybe we can get him on the show <laughs> what's it going yeah, yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna find that email and like respond to it and be like hey so what do you think about this you still want to do it yeah yeah yeah. seven yeah, yeah, years later wanna, yeah 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 what's it going yeah ask me if you've seen epic movie <laughs> yeah i mean speaking of just it's incredible that like we have shed so much blood across the world to maintain our society and then spent 20 million of the residual dollars on an epic, epic movie, movie. <sighs> i need a break <laughs> i need a break okay. i need a fucking let's break. take a break let's take a break We have we have dealt with the uh, the brutality of empire. Now we must deal with its product. Exactly. Yes. With what this was all for. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Epic Movie. Roll the trailer. Last Christmas, a magical world beyond the wardrobe was brought to life. But some doors should never be reopened. <laughs> From two of the six writers of Scary Movie. I've had it with these fakes on this damn plane. I heard you. Now, can you please go get some raid or a knife or something? Discover what it takes. I'm so hot. To survive an epic movie. You're the future kings and queens of Narnia. Oh my god, it's talking beaver! Beware of the wizards. My name is Harry Potter. Aren't you a little old to still be a student here? Nonsense. I am at 14. Play with Willy. <laughs> Look, a chocolate river. That's actually the sewer line. Hit it off with the mutants. We'll stand behind you. <laughs> Kick it. Welcome to my farm crib. In Narnia. Say what's up to the honeys. Yo, Didi. Take that, take that, take that, take that. This January. We are the pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, the pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. 
Epic movie. My son, you are truly invincible. Oh my god, you shot my guy! Why would you do that? Nice. Welcome back from the trailer. What year was this? Is 2007? 2007, 2008. Yeah. Something like that. They talk about Bush. They they talk about Bush. They talk about Bush. I don't think they talk about Obama, though. So I'm going to say 2007. Yeah. Yes. So, epic movie. There's literally nothing for me to tell you about this. Epic movie. I, ge- I genuinely almost don't know what to say. I have, like, yes. two things, and I'm just like, I don't know. Yes. This is it's so funny. We talked about the first one for, like, over an hour. We're going to get, like... 20 minutes if we're lucky exactly yeah yeah so so epic movie is is was 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 another war crime uh committed yeah. by by also by america i guess in a way um yeah. what's it called um and so basically what it is is it is so um there was this period in the uh mid-aughts right love saying that yeah. right where where there is this like slew. So so I think the first one was scary movie, right? There was a, it was kind of a golden age, you could say. Of this, I will I'll tell you this. This movie made me yearn for the craftsmanship and taste of the scary movie franchise. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. So the scary movie franchise was an inc- was out of nowhere kind of incredibly successful because there have been parody movies, you know, right? And there have been good parody movies. You're talking, you know, Airplane. You're talking. Fucking Naked Gun. Even the sequels to Naked Gun are mwah, Chef's Kiss. Great, right? Right, 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 right. But so, so there have been parody movies, right? Yeah, this is this hot is like, shots. This is this is like if the like the airplane guys like had like suffered legitimate brain damage. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like if this was like like if they were fourteen and had you know and and, and had uh, played football for all fourteen years of their lives. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, if if. if if the airplane guys had Aaron Hernandez brain. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. If the airplane guys shot themselves in the heart so that so that they could have their brains examined afterwards. Yes. Too deep. Too sad. Anyway, who cares? Anyway, I care. Never mind. Not cancelable. You can't cancel me. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So no no so 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 scary movie comes out, right? insanely popular and basically they do like four of them I they think? do four of them and they're and they're and they're basically just fucking printing money with these movies you know what i mean right they cost nothing yeah and like they, they yeah. make, they're they make, not even like really big actors yeah that they cast in them i think like the biggest star in any of them is like charlie sheen charlie sheen and like leslie nielsen yeah and like like anna ferris late career leslie nielsen. yeah 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 this made anna ferris's career actually the scary movies did yeah i believe yeah so like so like yeah exactly yeah this is leslie nielsen just getting to be leslie nielsen and having a great time well we're not here to talk about scary movie because like with anything in this fucking society with anything in in modern american capitalism if if one thing is good it makes a lot of money guess what we're gonna try to beat that shit to fucking death with now, pay limitations now what scary these so this epic movie was made by this this duo friedberg and seltzer yes who made a, which listen i'm not gonna lie to you was when i saw the names was very disappointed I don't, it's a phrase we in in my culture call ashanda yes we've talked about that yes, yes can you can you have a more jewish name than just seltzer <laughs> no i literally don't think it's possible yeah. i literally was like like it's almost like what like an anti-semite would come up for with for a jewish name 
Uh, his name is Joshua Seltzer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, come on, two on the nose. Is the fact that his name wasn't fucking Shmuley is just Shmuley Seltzer bin Israel. Shmuley Seltzer literally might have legitimately been one of his ancestors. So yes. Okay. But so so this this duo they made a bunch of these. They made. Uh, Epic disaster, movie, disaster movie. Meet the Spartans. Meet, yeah. Were they responsible for the scary movie franchise? No. I didn't think so. I just wanted to check. Yes. Well, that's the Well, I'm pretty sure they weren't. I'm, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'm pretty sure they weren't. Should we check that? Uh, I guess. That's the level. Okay. A quick Google search is the level I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you do that and I'll bet. So basically, like I said, with the success of the scary movie franchise, let's just keep milking this fucking cow. So, Epic Movie is basically, it is a parody of epic movies, right? No. No, of course. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, uh, the scary movies Wait. are actually... What? Hold on. Okay, so they penned the script that became 2000's scary movie, though they were... It sounds like it went through a ton of rewrites because yeah. they were eventually credited as two of the six writers on yes. the film. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is that honestly, and they were frustrated that most of their work went unproduced, which I will say, great, great move on the producer's great part. Move. Yes, yes. Which is funny because also the first scary movie is one of the worst scary movies. It's really, it, I mean, it's fine, but like, I mean, but like, you're talking scary movie two and three. I think are are are, are where it really hits. I know track. when I was like. 12 there i watched scary movie 3 at a lot of sleepovers yes 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 scary movie 3 scary movie 3 scary movie 3 is a legitimately very funny movie haven't seen it since i was 12 but loved but it that loved it when i was 12 yeah it was actually it's, also, it's really funny it's really fun when like wikipedia like kind of like inserts some editorial commentary it yes it doesn't ha- happen all that time but yeah. the duo like this is this is like in the like top line like not even getting into the subsection yeah. it's like the duo have often been strongly criticized for their style of humor, regarded as lazily capitalizing on and mistake and mistaking passing trends, <laughs> scatological humor, product placement, casual violence, titillation, negative stereo- stereotypes, and fleeting pop culture references for jokes. Yes, their work has often been nominated for Golden Raspberry Awards, though the two of them, ha- though the two have never actually won themselves. They can't even win that. These are these are the two biggest. Some some of the films the pair have personally written and directed have become regarded as some of the worst films of all time. Yes, like, yes, including uh, Epic Movie. Yeah, uh, that's I think that's also in the like yeah in, in the thing of Epic the, Movie. Yeah, in the yeah. Wikipedia description of Epic yes. Movie again, first paragraph. It's yes. widely regarded as one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah, which I just I love it when 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 exactly. Wikipedia does that. Like one of my yeah. favorite. Like I don't want to talk about this movie, so I'm going to talk about this instead. Go ahead. Uh, one of my favorite Wikipedia articles is the article for JD and the Straight Shot, um, which is a, a the band for James Dolan, who is the CEO of Cablevision, which owns Madison Square Garden. So basically, he's James Dolan is this like oh 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 it's his band it's his oh band. I thought you were saying that he has his own personal band that like plays music for him. No 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 it, it's the band that he's in, which is basically again just this this middle-aged billionaire and like five mm-hmm. session musicians he just pays to like Fantastic. make him sound good yes um and because he he owns madison square garden he can like you know like yeah. his band has opened for like the eagles and billy joel just because they're like no you have to let me play i love the eagles i gotta play that's so fantastic and he, he's also like best friends with like apparently like the like one of the most powerful agents in like the music industry of course he is yeah of course so, he is everything's so fair so let me just read uh, let me just read the uh 
the Wikipedia, just again, top line paragraph yeah. of his band. Uh, because of his corporate status and his friendship with bi- and business relationship with entertainment executive Irving Azoff, Dolan has been able to leverage JD and the Straight Shot onto shows by the Eagle, the, the Eagles, the Allman Brothers Band, ZZ Top, Jewel, Keith Urban, the Dixie Chicks, Joe Walsh, and Robert Randolph. Attendance by Madison Square Garden staff employees is, is expected mi- and okay. noted when the group plays at New York clubs. You, okay. So you have to come see your boss and his yeah. shitty band play whenever they're opening. I actually have heard of this band now, yes, because I had heard that the guy that owns um, uh, Madison Square Garden, this is actually not ringing a bell, makes his fucking employee. Honestly, at that point, I would take like a dollar pay cut. I would take a dollar pay cut to not have to do that. You want to dock my pay? That's fine. That's right. Doc, my pay, I am not fucked. To just go to a show to begin with is such a schlep sometimes. To have to... God, that's so sad. So it all, But it only gets better from there. Yeah. Because this is, this is really what I, what I want to talk about instead of Epic Movie. That's, well, I'm going to make you talk about Epic Movie, but continue. Attendance... Or, sorry, I already read that. Uh, the group song Can't Make Tears was on the soundtrack for the TV show Hell on Wheels on the cable channel AMC, which is controlled by Dolan and his family. <laughs> The group's music has also been featured in the films including Hurricane Season, August, Osage County, and Butter, all of which were produced by the Weinstein Company, a corporate business partner of Dolan's Madison Square Garden Mm. Company. The group's fifth album sold only 113 copies in the first four months after its January 2016 release. Those, how many of those people worked at Madison Square Garden? All of them. All of them. They were all, like, okay, I think you get, like, when you make an album, you get, like, a hundred copies just to, like, hand off to, like, friends yeah, and family. Yeah, So, 13 people bought that album. Basically. I would love to talk to all 13 of those people. Because... 12 of them were Twitter guys who were trolling him. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. yes. But I, 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 I am going to believe that there was one person that is a fan of this band. Continuing. And this is where it gets really good. Because this is where they're really just like dragging him just yeah. unnecessarily. But I no No nec- necessarily. necessarily. He deserves it. The New York Times has described the band as a group of well known sidemen backing a karaoke grade singer and noted that Dolan's musical talents are quite likely quite unlikely to endanger his day job. <laughs> After the group's performance opening for ZZ Top one reviewer wrote that Dolan's enthusiasm for playing mediocre American rock did little to make their forgettable performance entertaining. <laughs> After a 2017 show in New York City, another re- reviewer observed that Dolan sings like he's trying not to cough, and it's possible he can't play guitar. <laughs> Worse, his songs belie his status as a cosplaying blues man. Most of his oh. lyrics simply summarize current event events or books that he's read as if he were presenting a 10th grade English class project. I... I want to listen to them so badly. <laughs> Can we cut in a song? Smile, smile that smile Deep inside In a child Feel, feel the air Blow your head You don't care Yeah, we can do that. Actually... Okay. Just after reading this, I like watched one of his music videos, which again was like professionally produced. Of course it was, but was ba- just this like completely forgettable, mm-hmm. like just like fart rock. Like, man, sometimes it's good to just be good. It's good to live the good life, you know. Just such a the funny... video is him like on like a ski do, just like driving around the mountains. Of course it is in like Wait, a fedora. Hold on. On a ski dude driving around the mountain? What do you, uh, Snowcat. Snowcat. No, okay, 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 yeah, okay, gotcha, 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 yeah. But, but what you really want to do, because, like, the, the studio recordings, you can, yeah. like, massage his voice all you yeah. want. Yeah. 
What you really want to do is you want to look up a live recording. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Because the discrepancy between studio James Dolan <laughs> and live recording James Dolan is just incredible. Oh, my it's, God. It's astroturf and grass. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 grass that has not been watered in a year and is in the middle of Death Valley. What do you think it is that, like... I mean, I mean, because that's the thing is that like I've tried to do some stuff in my life. I actually, at one point, I was in a band, and I tried to be like a unit when I was in like high school. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or, 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 or actually, honestly, middle school, right? Yeah. But I like really wanted to be. I was like, yeah, like, like you know, like I listened to Ramones, and and I was a huge Ramones fan. And what's great about being a Ramones fan is that like literally, you're like, I can do this. Right. And you're right because the Ramones are not great musicians, but 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 objectively true, right? I mean, they. None of them knew how to play their instrument, but they still, like, the thing about it their... It came mo- together. They still managed to, like, we know three chords and we still managed to make a good song out Exactly, of it. It's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. incredible. It, it, yeah. it really is kind of like, because like, when you really, I remember, like... But there's also a reason all of their songs are two minute long. Exactly. you could not sustain that. But yeah, but yeah, well, and that's the thing, all of my songs were two minutes long. Yeah. Yes, I literally, I think I wrote one, because all we did was we played covers and wrote one original song that was just... I'm, listen, all right? Again, I'm uncancelable. It was basically about how... It was basically just me calling... It's basically just me calling a kid in another band that I didn't like gay for like two minutes. <laughs> it's just me. With like very specific things about this kid. I remember like this kid, he had like a weird thing about like, like he never ate lunch at school because he was like... Because, well, no, no, listen to this. Because he was like, he was like embarrassed about eating in public. I don't know why you thought that would make it better. I don't. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's no. so much funnier. It's, it's, that's no, so, it's I, I love like weird fourteen-year-old yeah, things where you're yeah. like, I don't even totally understand the neuroses there, yeah. but like it's so relatable at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. just so caught up in yourself that age. Yes. Like, I can't let anyone see me eat. Yeah, they're gonna exactly. know I'm a nerd. Yeah. Oh no! I remember. I remember. I I I I like. I, I was on this, um, we had this, like, uh, like, like in-school, like, TV studio thing that we did, right? Where we were, like, you know, do, like, the news, right? Yeah, yeah, we had that. And I was on that, yeah. And I remember, like, being on it, I remember, like, being really tired and yawning. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I was like, oh, I can't yawn, so I just yawned with my mouth closed. Which looks like, um, yeah, exactly, it looks, I'm um, just... Just, it, looks, it, looks, it looks like in the Matrix when like Neo's mouth disappears. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it looks a million times worse. But yeah. I was like, but I was like, good move, Matt. Good yeah. move. But but no, but but I'll never get the so so. Here was the opening lyrics to this song, and I'm not gonna say the one of the words. Right? Doesn't eat in public. Insecure. Is he an F slur? I'm not quite sure. That was that was the song I made. Yeah. Listen, I'm not proud of it. All right. Again, I was. But take 12. that instinct and throw a billion dollars on Is, top of it. That's what I don't get because because yeah. you know what happened? Two years later, I was like I was like, do I want to play sports or do I want to be in the band? And I was like, well, I'm actually somewhat good at sports and I'm bad at the band. Yeah. And and even then, I was like. I'm never going to go to the fucking NHL, but I like playing sports, and it's right. cool, and, you know, my parents are paying my way, so who cares, right? So I get, right, and and I'm not hurting it. Well, that's not true, because I played a contact sport, <laughs> and I was a goon. But still, like, that's the thing, is that, like, I, I, but, like, I was a child, right? Because, you know what happened? I went to college, and I tried to play club hockey there, and all the guys there were all from, like, fucking, like, Massachusetts, so I just got my ass kicked up and down the ice, and so I said, like, you know what, I'm just going to drink. I'm just going to yeah. have a good time and drink. Yeah. Who cares? Hockey career over. I played hockey when my friends would come back. We'd go to, like, out. Right? I don't understand being a, what, 60-year-old man. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? I, I, well, I, you know what it is? Like, I, I, someone, I think it was David Roth, wrote, like, an actual, like, 
Of course. Like, this is a very David Roth yeah. thing to write And, like, his yeah. conclusion was just... I think he's very lonely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> he has to be! Yeah. He just desperately does not want to interact with his family. Yeah. Yeah, just... And that's the thing. What the hell does his family say? Because... They get to live the life of billionaires. Do you think he makes his families go to sh- go to the show? Absolutely. Like, oh no, no. Actually, no. I bet you he forbids them from coming because nope. like, this is my thing. Maybe. Maybe. Or no. What, what or or it's like to his children. Like you can only take a car if you go to the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just every single. You know what? This is a man. This is a man who listens to his own CD. Oh yeah, this is like like yeah. fucking Joe Exotic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. I actually, I actually sent you because I was also in a rap group. That's yeah. that's what happened in high school. I was in a rap group because so much lower bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, not I, no, not to be you good at it. You think there is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was like, dude, I don't even have to play an instrument. This rocks. Yeah. What's it called? And yeah, no, I. But like, yeah, like like I I listened to that. I listened to one of those songs recently that we recorded, and I was just like, oh man. Rough stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Will not listen to will not listen to this in the car. Will, definitely won't let my kids listen to it. But you know what I mean? Like, oh man, what a psychopath. Anyway, epic movie. I'm making you talk about. So brief. Uh, so I. They're they're. We barely like. You don't even really need to describe this movie. Like the plot, at least. Like, because yeah. there isn't one. Like, yeah. it's just. It's scary movie, but about epic movies, but only kind of like yeah. They, I don't think they know what ep- the word epic means. Like no, yeah. Like, there's like like have this about like Willy Wonka. There's like Willy Wonka. Narnia is the big Lion, one. Witch in the Wardrobe. Like, the X Men, like the X Men are in it's it. Just um fucking a a a a fucking um what is the pirate Harry movie? Potter, Harry Potter, Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean. There's and and then just peppered throughout this like corn in shit. Which also there is a scene there in is Willy Wonka one eating shit with corn in it. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Which, but not just someone. Cal Penn, who is technically in the Obama administration. Yeah, people, people, people always throw that out there. Like, what was he an intern or something? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, 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 very funny. Cal Penn has spent his whole life telling people, "I was in the Obama administration." Like, yes. No, you weren't. Shut the fuck up. No, you weren't. Yeah, you were. You. Why? It's the same way that. It's the same way that Bono works for the UN. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bono was actually a blue helmet. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, but wait, why did they give Cal Penn a position in their? Bono? I don't know, and I don't care. It didn't, I just don't like. I mean, I guess he was kind of because like he's coming off of like Harold and Kumar. And all of that. And he was coming off of this. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Actually, he's literally coming off. No, of I this. think literally, my my acting career is going nowhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I no. got fired from House. I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, he gets killed, or no, he kills himself on House. I didn't really watch much House, but I actually watched House because I was just like, damn, that's well. Because also, my thing was is I was like, well, my parents are doctors, so obviously I'll become a doctor. Yeah. And then I literally took like one. I I I, I took I took chemistry. I took one test. I get a. I got a 19 on it, but then I argued my way to a 22, and then I was like, "Well, all right, guess I'm not a doctor." Yeah, <laughs> that was it. But um, but no, but um, fucking, I mean, I mean, I mean, but like, like corn and shit peppered throughout this are like pop cultural references, which honestly, and this is why I will defend this movie, and honestly, why I think people might want to watch it is because it transports you back to a time that you have probably Shut forgotten. The fuck no, up. it transports you okay. back. So, but I. This movie, this movie confuses, like, like the Wikipedia description said, this movie confuses references for jokes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there's this, you know, there's this scene where they're like assembling the army for the big battle, and like they're just walking down, and they like they're like looking at the troops, and you know, like archers and knights. And they look over, and there's James Bond. Yeah. 
and then they look over and it's Ricky Bobby. Yeah. It's, like that's that's their version of a joke. Like yeah. it's not a joke. It's just remember that? That's a thing. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? Remember but that? but not even like but not even like remember that in like a nostalgia way. Remember that movie that came out one year ago? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just you know that's a thing. It's yeah. silly that he's here. He's here, isn't it? He oh, oh Paris Hilton gets 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 flattened. Yeah. At one point, what's it called? Yeah, yeah, right. They literally, someone that looks like Paris Hilton comes out and just goes, just goes, "I'm so hot," which is not even her line. Yeah. What's it called? It's that's hot. Right. Was her line, if you remember correctly. But yeah, no, they can't yeah. even get their own time period right. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, there's just a scene where like where like one of the people just goes to like scratch their leg and it's a woman and she just has very hairy legs nothing to do with anything yes yeah, so that's that's the other type of humor there are two types of humor in this movie which I, it's that's a complete abuse of the word I love humor. that I love that I've made you talk about this movie but but we're pushing through that but so again there's just the you know what if that thing that you know about was in this was here like that's that's a joke i guess then the other joke is just so, so the best way to describe it, and this is a roundabout explanation of this movie's type of humor, but this is how, how I'm going to approach it. So uh, last, or actually this year, the uh, the Denver Broncos drafted a wideout by the name of Jerry Judy. Um, J-E-U-D-Y. <laughs> no, I didn't think it was J-E-W-D. Come on. But Jerry Judy is an objectively funny name. It's a funny name. It's I a, don't know that I'm pronouncing that right. I think I am, but it's still... Yeah, yeah fuck him. It's Jerry Judy. Yeah, Jerry Judy. Yeah. But, so, you know, he's, he's, a, he's you know, a, like, 21-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. And one of, one of the great things about living in our current age is now, like, we've, like, people that young, like, are have still been around long enough that, like... He has tweets up from when he was 14. Oh, my God. So people went back through his, like, Twitter when he got drafted and found when he when he was 14-year-old, he went on this absolute tear. Yeah. Where he tweeted, like, a hundred variations on the joke of, what if you see B- Big Bird fucking Elmo? <laughs> and then, what if you see Big Bird getting beat up by Cookie Monster for smashing Elmo? What if you see Big Bird robbing an old lady? What if you see Big Bird walk to ask you for five dollars so you could buy a bag? Just five hundred, five literally like a hundred jokes. Just being like, yo, what if Big Bird was sucking dick, man? That'd be crazy, yo. Fourteen-year-olds are so fucking cool. Yeah. God, but but that's the humor of this movie. Just, yes. Yo, what if what if Willy Wonka was a pedophile? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. What if the White Witch from the Narnia had big old titties? Had big old titties and was called the White Bitch. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, what if that Fong guy was gay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which, and, 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 first of all, what's it called? There's part of me that was like, because, 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 because I had one moment where I was like, what are you doing in here? And that was for Fred Willard, and then my next thought was like, actually, yeah, actually. Fred, Fred, Fred Willard is a treasure. He's yes. great. He's hilarious. But he will also show up for it. Anything. Yes. Yes. He's and, very and, much in the Leslie Nielsen camp. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'd like to think that they offered something to Leslie Nielsen, and he said, "I am not doing this movie with you." And who knows what's it called? But no. But 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 it literally is just like I mean I mean like that's the thing is that like there is no this is a movie this is this is eating Halo Top for breakfast. You know what I mean? You're not even getting calories. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is nothing. This is absolutely nothing. There is. I, I honestly, I picked this movie purely to upset Rob. I did it. There is nothing to say about this movie. This movie is, pre-credits, uh, 75 minutes long. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I know the credit sequence is 15 minutes long. I imagine that's because there are a lot of stingers or outtakes or something. But would you know, I did not watch them. No, me neither. I was no. like, okay, we've, we've hit the yep. credits part. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, we are done. Yep. You know what's I'm, so funny, too? We both paid $4 to watch this yes. movie. Yes. Yes, we both paid money to watch this movie. But... I will say, in terms of my reaction to this, if your if your goal was to upset me, you failed. Like really, my reaction to this was just because again we were talking a little bit about this earlier. Like I was, I, I watched this today. I had kind of a tough day today. Mm-hmm. Like just it was I was not feeling good. Yeah. And like I started watching this movie, yeah. it was just you're real upset because um because some <laughs> we don't want to date the episode. No. I was about to, I was about to... you're about to make a a, a tasteless. Uh, topical joke that we're going to just power through. R.I.P. Sorry. But, but just, you know, I didn't have the energy to even get upset with this. Yeah. And it's, it's too dumb to even get upset at. Like, this is, again, just truly the work of, like, brain-damaged children. Yes. Just, my, my reaction was just, it was just, this is a thing that we're going through. Yes. Like. Yeah, that's how it felt. It, like, it felt like work. Yeah. No. Like you know, just there are days where you show up to work and you're just like, I don't want to be here, but this is what I have to do. Yep. Yep. And that's that's what my like, you don't mess with the Zohan like pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Like this, it was just. That's an hour and fifteen minutes. I'm never getting back. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a hit. That counts. Yeah. That I've, absolutely counts. Yeah. So what was your reaction to this movie? That was my reaction. That was reaction. Yeah. Would you recommend this movie? No. No. If you had to make your own parody movie, what would you do? Kill myself. <laughs> like this, this movie and its ilk are, are so bad, it kind of makes me regret the existence of Airplane. Like, Airplane is a hilarious movie, but yeah. it's almost not worth it. Oh, have you seen Naked Gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. But the great thing about Naked Gun is, is how funny OJ is. Exactly, OJ is great. In yeah. Naked. If listen, if OJ hadn't cut that woman's head off, goddamn near, he'd be a great guy. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm here for the juice. I might get an OJ jersey. Okay, calm down. What would happen if I did that? Would people be mad? <laughs> I think confused mostly. <laughs> Why he was he was fucking he was a really good football player. I'm a big fan of Hertz. <laughs> they got great cars. <laughs> he cut a woman's head off. Yep. She was pretty hot too. Oh my god. Does that make it sadder? You know, what's the most insane thing is like one out of every twenty times you'll be like, not to com- not to comment on a woman's appearance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't spend your whole life doing that. It's just once in a while you feel the need to like lampshade it. Uncancelable is because for every time I don't get... know that you know what that word means. <laughs> well, I know that I can't. It can't happen to me. That I know because it hasn't happened yet. And boy, I mean, listen, what I'm calling it's a compliment. Plus, she's dead. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man, I know I should edit this, but I am too lazy to. Do not do it. I would be so mad if you did. The point is, what's it called? You think he gets along with the kids? Would you recommend this movie? What? Oh, yeah. All of you pigs deserve pain. Watch this. I mean, through that lens, yes. Yes. This is America's penance for... For the first movie that we had to watch. Yeah. It's... 
The most depressing thing about this movie was that it made money. Yes. 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 I know. I saw. Yeah. I, I, I let out a big laugh when that happened. Yeah. That was, God, you know what? Somewhere, somewhere, there is a man that sat through this movie and laughed his ass off the entire time. I mean, the most the most incredible thing about this is that it has a 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Not because, like, obviously, like, it's just, who are the 2%? Like, yes. I can't imagine someone with a job liking this movie. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the incredible, yeah, because 2% means that, because cause that, that's critic score, right? So yeah. that means that there was one critic that was like, go see this. And imagining a man whose job it is, or a woman, you know. I mean, it's, two well, per, like, they probably, like, they usually survey, like, a hundred critics or so, so, like, there are probably two people. Like, one of them, one of them is Armand White. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. If you don't know, I think is I don't know. He's, <laughs> I just love that you powered through it. Yeah, absolutely. That's, what I, that's my version of your thing that yeah. you do to me. Just pretending you know a thing. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. He's a, he's a film critic. I think for a long time was with the New York Post. I think he's online now. <laughs> but his whole deal is he's just a troll. Like, he, like, he's, he'll, like, every, every, like, awful late period Adam Sandler movie, he'll give a rave. And then, like, you know, he's, he's noted, he's noted for being, like, the one person who hated Toy Story 3. <laughs> Like there was like a, like an active campaign to like get him fired because people were so mad that he like ruined Toy Story 3's like perfect Rotten Tomatoes score, which if you care about you're insane, but like so his, his his whole thing is just I'm gonna shit on every beloved movie and rapturously review Jack and Jill. <laughs> And the best part is he he writes like a completely pretentious film critic. Like he he writes like he's writing for the New Yorker while he's like praising the like like the comedic genius of Adam Sandler playing a woman, a big old fat woman. Like dropping references to like Jacques Tati. I don't know who that is either. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, Jack and Jill did give us the Dumpcachino though. Yeah, I was gonna say, like it's like just that has that actually legitimately has one of my favorite like rotten tomatoes because they do the little like critical consensus mm-hmm. thing and like somewhere in there like this is a like base I don't remember the exact wording but it's like this is a you know a a, a, sub, a, a subpar movie even by latter day Adam Sandler movies that features an inexplicably committed performance from <laughs> Al Pacino like that's that's like their headline for it <laughs> which and I have I have never seen Jack and Jill, but you gotta believe I have watched the Dunkachino. Oh, absolutely! Clip, where you where you have Al Pacino rapping about how he's do, like the setup is he's doing an ad for Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts, Donuts, and yeah. they have a new a new thing called Dunkachino, and it's just the whole bit is him like dancing and rapping and rhyming Dunkachino with Al Pacino. Yeah, and he's just Al Pacino is going for it. Just this is this is a movie where Al Pacino is like his whole thing is he's incredibly horny for Adam Sandler and drag. <laughs> the movies are magic. Like, <laughs> what did I say? Like how can you? It's, oh my god! Like <laughs> I mean, like there's sometimes what I think about like all this shit, and I'm just like, man, there's so many hungry children in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what though? You know what? At the end of the day, the fact that they'll just take millions of dollars, just millions of dollars, and just, and just, 
fucking Dunkachino. <laughs> just put Adam Sandler. Just let me have Adam Sandler do fucking Norbit and just. <laughs> have you seen Norbit? I have not. You might get Norbit. But <laughs> oh, just speaking. Of, there was a uh, just a, a, an interview with uh, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Yeah. Who's like simultaneously like. Legitimately, like, a musical genius. Yeah. Like... He's and like, crazy person. Yes. He's an actual savant in, like, every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, is just a total weirdo. Yeah. And there was this, this interview I read with him where, like, they were... I don't know how this came up. Like, I haven't read the whole thing. It was just one of those things that, like, got... Like, to, someone took a screenshot of this, like, one little interaction put it on Twitter and it got mm-hmm. passed around. But it was... Him, him, like someone asking him for whatever reason, like what movies he'd been watching recently, he just said Norbit. Like, oh, okay. Well, well, okay. Well, what do you think your favorite movie is? Like, Probably Norbit. so far we needed this we, we, needed we actually did i did not need to watch epic movie but we did need to sort of talk about epic movie well, after that, that and that's the thing is that is that is that it's a conversation piece really epic movie and you can tell your friends to watch it and it's really there should be screenings of this movie i'm gonna do a movie sc- i want to do a fi- you know what we should do when coronavirus ends we should do we should do a a a, 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 a what are those things that they do a film, film festival. festival that's right of, of but of only my movies <laughs> you don't get to pick shit you can you get you know what you do you introduce all of them the Black Pill Film Festival. Exactly, yes, yes. You're going to be... Listen, all of you are going to... You don't even have to read Settlers. All of you are going to... No one will get that joke. All of you are going to be... Is there a comedy from the last 20 years with less than 10% on Rotten Tomatoes? We'll have it for we you. We will absolutely have it for you, and you will watch it like a pig-eat slop. Being really abusive to the listeners. I apologize. I've gone through some things watching these two movies. It's been an experience. Yeah. Oh, man. God, this is such a cursed episode. What the <laughs> fuck? The whole first part was just so heavy, and then this... This is great, though. This, this is the laughter of two men who have gone round the bend. We have, we have been through... You can't hurt us. We're already dead. Good God. Anyway, so would you recommend watching this? No. No. Why not? I've seen better snuff films. It's such a bad movie. It's such an unbelievably bad movie. Like, it's... You it would, made money! You would almost think that just... Almost by accident at some point in, yeah. like, an hour and 15 minutes of ostensibly professionally produced comedy, you would almost just happen into a funny joke there's one part that made me genuinely laugh and here's the thing i legitimately can't remember it i legitimately can't remember it i legitimately can't remember what it is there was there was one moment where uh fred willard is having like a fight with there's like for whatever reason the da vinci code is one of the movies they pair yeah just they don't they don't know what the movie or what the word epic means they have no idea but he's fighting the like the albino monk from that movie who's mm. played by Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart who's uncredited yeah it's insanely yeah I don't okay just sure but yeah. Yeah. like they have this like incredible like you know martial arts fight actually yeah that's what made me laugh yeah where it's a scene. you know they you know obviously Fred Willard is not doing these incredible acrobatics so they yeah. just they have his 
you know, his his stunt double is just an Asian man, and they do not bother to hide it at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they just blatantly they just blatantly have just 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 two different people fighting. Like a twenty year old Asian man in like the yeah. same like outfit yeah. as Fred Willard. Yeah, and then they just keep cutting to Fred Willard just being like rah, right, and then they go right back to it. Yeah, yeah. which in like, I, but like. I was so numbed from the experience of watching this movie that this joke in another movie that might have gotten me just my armor was no. too thick at this point. And, then, and and that's the difference between you and I is that I I am like I'm like um, what's it called um, stupid. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm immune to these movies. Yeah. They just they they although although that's the thing is that like is that like I literally the. Again, the number of times I yelled "fuck you" at this movie yeah. was was really. I mean, this podcast has ruined me. I think. Yeah. What's it called? But it's yeah, made no, you stronger. It, it it has in a lot of ways, yeah. and in a lot of ways, it's really ruined me. But what's yeah, it called? Yeah, while we took a break, you did have a long conversation about how you needed to buy a gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think I'm gonna do because I don't. I need to make a budget. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll see if there's gun money left. But I'm too poor to be an insurgent. Exactly, yeah. That's the day, more of an assassin, like Assassin's Creed. Ooh, wait, how much would it cost for me to get one of those things? What the... Like the, the wrist thing? Spider-Man blade? Yeah! Are those real? There <laughs> <laughs> I go. They have to be real, right? Everything, I went on a phase where I would read a lot of Instructables, and they're too hard. <laughs> Too hard. I'm a man of action. I can't, you can't expect me to build something. Too hard. You build it. You build it for me. No! Why? I'll pay you. You do, <laughs> You don't have the money for it. You do not have the money to pay me either. Also, I don't think you have the expertise to do it. Yeah, I don't know why you requested me then. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, because you're smarter than me. <laughs> I was like, you'll figure it out. You feel, You read stuff. You can read directions. That was my biggest failing is that whenever I'd look at these things on Instructables, I was like, too many directions. Are you recommending this movie? Yeah, you. Yeah, all you. Yeah, listen. As Americans, you all deserve to have to watch this movie for for the sins of our country. That's fair. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. This, then disaster movie, and then which I also have seen. Yeah, so I think I think in our our future Maoist paradise, when people get sent to the countryside for reeducation, the films they have to watch are just the act of killing yes. an epic movie over yes. and over yes. again. The act of killing. This is what you did, and this is what you did it for. The act. No. 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 First. No, no. First, first we watched the what's the name of the one that uh, Chelsea Manning released? That movie, what? not the actual movie, the the, the thing that she leaked. The, oh, the uh, collateral viol or collateral yeah. murder video. Yeah, 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 yeah. First you watch the collateral murder video, right? And then you watch epic movie, and then disaster movie, and then what's another one? I, 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 I. The Love Guru. The Love Guru. Yes, yes. You watch those three, and you're like, and you're like, though that first one was for those three. Right? And then, yeah, and then, yeah, and then you, I don't know how you could do that and then not be a Maoist. <laughs> That's a god. I, 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 I don't know. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, when G, yeah, that, you know what? President G, what's it called? Listen, we're two men with ideas that are big fans of your work. <laughs> <laughs> I should do more sedition on this pod. <laughs> I don't do, I do a lot of vague threatening, which I found is actually a family trait of mine. I had this great uncle that went to jail for some years, and I was talking to my brother, right, 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 because I was like, oh, you know, Irv called me, right? You know, I got to call him back. And he was like, oh, yeah, Irv used to text me a lot. And I was like, let me guess, vaguely threatening you? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, okay, apparently it's just a thing people in my family do. 
vaguely threaten people. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of Maoism, what have I been watching? What? Oh. Um, first up, again, just speaking of Maoism, Network. Mm. Um, Don't know it. Oh, dude. Okay. Network. Oh, oh, is it like that movie Network? Yes, the movie Network. Oh, I only know that the, one scene. The one scene? I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, because they played it at Caps Games. <laughs> it is, I mean, I don't I don't even want to talk about it for too long, just because I don't, like, everything that has that could be said about Network has been said about Network. It is a perfect movie. It's it's just, the Jews do it, right? <laughs> no. That is that one scene I know where they talk about uh, what do you think they're doing in the Soviet Union, being Karl Marx, they're doing yes. the same. And, I, and, and all these words, God, economics is just witchcraft. It's not real. <laughs> Saying that right now, not real. But yeah, um, you should. You might get a side network at some point. It is just through all, all like strong contender for best American movie of the 70s. Okay, wait until I get my revolver so that I can spin the thing while I watch it. It's It will also make you mad. Yes, but, yes, yes. But I think you would legitimately enjoy it. It's a great movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I legitimately enjoyed uh, The Act of Killing. Yeah. You know, just... It made it, you want to get a revolver. It made me want to get a revolver, yeah. right? Well, because they don't jam. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Alright, um, so yeah. I'll, I'll try and fan it. <laughs> I'll try to keep it a little quick because I went really long the last time. No, it's um, fine. You watch a lot of movies. I do. Um, <clears throat> bu- 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 uh, oh, Groundhog Day? Oh! Yeah. Ooh. It's one of those movies that, like, I always kind of expect to disappoint. Like, mm-hmm. you know, probably, you know, it's probably not going to be as funny as I remember. You mm-hmm. know, the comedy doesn't always age well. But, nope. Holds up great. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's just, it's just Bill Murray. When, when Bill Murray's on, he's on. Yeah. When Bill Murray's on, he's on. What, what's a bad Bill Murray movie? Uh. Lost in Translation. Space Jam. Boring. I'd say Space Jam is better than Lost in Translation. <laughs> I didn't understand Lost in Translation. Yeah. I that doesn't like, surprise me. Wait, does she show her boobs in that movie? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> no. Okay, well, yeah, okay, that's... Okay. I, think, I think she's only showed her boobs in Under the Skin. Oh, she's in that? I thought it was Kirsten Dunst in Lost in Translation. No. Oh. No, it's Scarlett like Johansson. Dunst. I like Scarlett Johansson, too. Yeah. I love women. <laughs> Not to comment on a woman's appearance. Not to comment on a woman's appearance, but I'll defend any woman to the death with my revolver. Not to comment on a woman's appearance, but they got some juicy titties. Oof, boy. Oh, man. What's it called? Just. I'm just a. Folks, if you you don't know what I look like, I'm a cartoon wolf. (laughs) I'm a cartoon wolf that makes makes the noise that a submarine makes when it starts to dive. Just a (laughs) wooga. When it starts to die? Dive, not <laughs> die or well, die. I, I don't do, know. I do kind of that like, awuga can mean many things. I do kind of like the idea of it, like an anthropomorphic cartoon submarine, like when it gets hit by a torpedo. <laughs> Go, it just, awuga! It goes awuga and then comes and dies. <laughs> Bro, wait, hold up. Okay, you know when you, you know how you shit yourself when you die? Mm-hmm. What if you just yell awuga as you're doing it? No, what if you came? <laughs> Does that happen? No. Well, how do you know? Because coming is like your muscles forcing something through. You're yes, sh- it is! Shitting your pants is your muscles relaxing. Well, I'm pretty relaxed when I come. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, I don't. I saw someone die. I didn't check his pants, though. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sad. Anyway, what's it called? Moving along. So, there's, this is actually one that I forgot to mention a week or two ago, but, like, 
I just I gotta mention it. Point Break. I rewatched Point Break. Ooh. Just this is actually after I got done with moving you and your family, I was just like I needed something that would just just took the edge off. Yeah. And like you know, we would just take the the edge off. It's Point Break, man. Oh. Just. Oh. Just one of the best dumb movies ever made. Oh yeah. Like I mean I mean I mean what a cast. I mean first up you have um what's his name you have uh, uh Swayze and uh, Swayze. You got uh, Keanu Reeves. But what's great about that is they're playing like. They're miscast. Yes. Like, if you've got, like, a, like, an ex-jock G-man and, like, a California surfer, surfer guru, it should be Keanu playing the surfer guy yeah. and Swayze playing the jock. But I'll say, but I'll say, I don't know why, and I don't know, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I disagree with you. I think that was perfect casting. No, that's yeah. actually the great thing. Yeah. Like, they are miscast, but in, it works perfectly yes, at the same does. time. Well, yeah, well, because it develops that it develops that thing where, like... It gives them this tension. Exactly, yeah, yeah, because, like, at the end of the day, in different circumstances, they would have been great friends. Yes. They they're they perfect for each other, almost, yeah. but, like... I'll see you in the next life. Exactly. Yeah. He's not coming back. So good. Also, yeah. pre-traumatic brain injury, um, um, uh, uh, Gary Busey. Oh, his... Him in that movie talk like telling like just I this is just one of those like completely inconsequential lines that has gotten totally stuck in my head forever. When like the in like the beginning of the actual like one of the like one of the bank robbery scenes when they're staking it out and he's telling Keanu there's just around the corner there's the best a shop that sells the best meatball sub mm-hmm. in the world and he just keeps repeating to Keanu I want you to get me two meatball subs two you get me two meatball subs. Just Gary, like, yeah. schlubby Gary Busey playing, yes. like, a, sh- a kind of shitty cop. Yeah. Just talking about how he wants some, some fucking meatball subs. Just, that is, that is my language. That's yes. what I need. And, and like I said, pre-TBI. Because, yeah. because one of the saddest things about Gary Busey, and the reason why Gary Busey is, did, did you ever watch that Comedy Central show about him? No. I'm with Busey? No. Oh, boy. I did. Watched every episode of it. I'm assuming that was after he had his injury. Oh boy, was it? Yeah, yeah. and it's one of the. It, it, it's actually an incredibly sad thing because Gary Busey was like you know, Point Break, Under Siege, like that was who Gary Busey was, and then he crashed a motorcycle, which further evidence that you should never get on a motorcycle. Yeah. Runs a god, and 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 yeah, just just is who Gary Busey is now. Yeah, god. but I mean, was he like a legitimately talented character actor? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, was a fantastic like, character. He's, like, he's perfect for that role where it's like, you couldn't quite get... Two Nick, meatball subs. Two meatball subs. Like, yeah. you couldn't quite get Nick Nolte for it, but yeah. you need a dude who can do that a little cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yes. No, and he's perfect for it. And also, and also, um, uh, John C. McGinley being... being Playing the role that he plays. Is every yeah. single time. Yeah, and killing it. I mean, yeah. I mean that, this is... You have great character actors, you have good just regular and, uh, actors. I can't remember her name, but the, the woman who plays, like, the love interest is, like... Oh, yeah. Because she, like... Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> But she's she's just a little stranger and odder than you would normally cast for that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's like she's she actually gets to play a character, not yes. just like yeah, 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 yeah. She almost passes the Bechdel test. <laughs> I don't think you know what that means. But... Rob, you're right. <laughs> I think it's when uh, when when there are two chicks in a movie and they do do two two chicks. the test of feminineness yeah. is whether or not they got two two broads. Two broads in a movie, not da- talking da- dabbing about, about something other than the dudes. Yeah, exactly. When you got when you got two, I almost said a really bad word. When you get two, when you have two tootses. Let's yeah. say you have two tootses. You don't use that in the plural. It's only in the no, singer. it sounds weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah, but you got two broads, and they're not talking about, you know, they're not talking about getting stuck by a guy. 
I'm in a union. I'm allowed to talk like this. Anyway. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's also like, it was directed by Catherine Bigelow, who is now an Oscar winner. Wait, what? Yeah. She went on to do the, <laughs> the Hurt Locker yeah. and, um, fuck, uh, the Osama Bin Laden one. Uh, Zero, Zero Dark, Dark 30. 30. Yeah. Which, buddy. I mean, that is a movie that I think is, like, it is a really well put together movie that I think is a little bit, there's more shades of gray to it than people on, like, either side of it tend to give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Like, people tend to read it as, like, an oorah movie, which, it's easy to read it that that way. Oh, I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah. But, like, like, the ending of it is, like, very kind of, like, muted and ambiguous. It's kind of like, okay, we killed this old man. Was that totally worth, like, everything that we just did? But, like, it's understated enough that if, if you want to go into it, like, thinking this is just, like, an oorah, we got his ass. Yeah. Like, you can totally walk away from the movie yeah. thinking that. Yeah. But which is like kind of the perfect way for them to make a movie because it's kind of like literally everyone can like this. Yeah, I remember people fucking being obsessed with it and me being like, "Dumb name, not watching it." <laughs> that was that was my takeaway from it. But like my point being, just like she is someone who is like legitimately a great director. Yeah, yeah. And like, but making a movie about like yeah. the surfer cop and infiltrating the like the bank robber Zen gang. I mean, I yeah. mean, incredible. It's just again, it's just like. The, the resume of everyone in that movie was too good for that movie, and it's, yes. it's so much better than it has any need to be. That, yeah. that that scene where he fucking doesn't take the shot and just starts shooting, shooting up in the, the air, air. Yeah. which, like, is immediately just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. They come down! Yeah. Like, that, oh my god. Yeah. That's, it's so cool. Yeah. God, I'm just thinking about, I'm just thinking about that. Yeah. Kind of want to eat two meatball subs now. Right? Yeah. <sighs> Oof, good meatball sub. Oof. I am an FBI agent. <laughs> God, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, the way you do a meatball, you gotta you gotta cook the meatball in in the sauce. Yes. I found that to be true. Yes. Because yeah, it, it 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 imbues it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. La- last thing. Um, you love watching movies. This isn't a movie. Um, but a couple weeks ago, did I you watch more Lovecraft Country? I did. I watched one more episode. <laughs> I know. Didn't change my opinion of it. No. Yeah. It it is a show that I really want to like because yeah. like it's it's its heart is really in the right place, but like it really feels like a show that was written for Twitter. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You know, just yeah. like. L- listen, you know the Assad curse. You know the Assad curse. You never heard of that? I do not know that. Basically, everyone that has ever tried to fuck. Like with like Assad has mm. basically paid some sort of price. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like like, and it's like this is like a like this actually kind of pans out. Mm. You know what I mean, right? Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, the, I I believe in something called like the Lovecraft curse, which is it is impossible to make like good Lovecraft um um like 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 screen media. I haven't seen Reanimator. I've heard Reanimator's good. Re- I love Reanimator. I mean, the thing is basically doing Lovecraft. Yeah, but like Alien it's not... is basically doing Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking like if you're trying to do like a, a straight Lovecraft adaptation. Yeah, yeah a straight yeah. Lovecraft adaptation, it's always I remember like cuz there first of all, aren't that many straight Lovecraft adaptations. Yeah. He's but... hard to ad- adapt because again, like the thing with Lovecraft is you like it's all like it's all about mm. like not quite seeing the thing. Exactly. And that's like just not a lesson this show yeah. learned. Like, yeah. it, it's, I mean, th- one of the, the b- biggest criticisms I can levy against the show is that it is 
with one standout exception from the first episode, which again was fantastic, but everything since has been real trash, has never been scary. Yeah. Like, it does not really... And, and the, the tensest moment from the show, from that first episode, was had nothing to do with the supernatural. It was about, like, it was a suspense scene involving, like, are these people going to get lynched? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was yeah. rooted in yeah, real Yeah, because there was a sundown time, you said, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's... The, like, a term I learned last week. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's this incredible scene where they're, like, they have to flee this town, but, like, they have to drive the speed limit because there's a cop on their ass. So, like, it's, like, it's about as tense as you can get. But, like, as soon as, like, they, like, they just, why are you smiling? Because I farted. <laughs> but, like, so just, just rolling right through it. But, yeah. like, the episode that I watch is supposed to be, like, a haunted house thing. And, like, they just, there is no sense of, like, building dread. Yeah. Like, the first shot of the, of the episode, or almost the first shot, if I'm remembering correctly, is, like, just a fucking ghost, like, staring at a person. Like, you gotta build to that shit. Yeah. And when you finally show it to me, it can't be some CGI nonsense. You gotta exactly. sell it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, well, one of the scariest things about, like, Lovecraft is, like, because I think, like, what a lot of people kind of miss the point with Lovecraft, and I don't know if a lot of people do this. I don't know. I'm talking to my ass. But mm-hmm. but I know, like, a big thing is that, like, because, like, it, it's, 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 because I always thought Lovecraft was about the monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And, 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 and in a way it is. But, like, but, like, then I actually, like, read Lovecraft. I actually mm-hmm. read some Lovecraft. And, and, and what dawned on me is that it isn't just about, like, ooh, scary monster. It's about, like, this monster, the way that this monster is constructed, everything about what I am seeing right now, this creature, everything about that completely breaks everything I know about reality. Right. It makes me realize that I am not the king of the, right, as a human, I am not, right. the, I am not at the top here. I am an ant. Yes. I am nothing. My place in the universe is nothing. It completely... That's why one of the main themes in Lovecraft is madness. Because... And why all these people... All all these characters... They just end up going mad. Is because they fully realize the grand scope of everything. And realize that their place is a cosmic joke. An ant. And this creature that you're seeing... That... It, 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 it breaks reality for you. Right. And that is really what... I mean, what is insanity? But just a complete break from reality. Right. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean they're kind of trying to do the opposite here. Like it's it's ultimately like, Ooh, look. Well, I mean not not just that. Like there is there is way too much. Ooh, look at the scary ghost. Like, oh, it's so spooky. Yeah, yeah, which doesn't work. But like ultimately like the what the show is going for is it's trying to be empowering. Mm-hmm. Like which I don't think is wrong. Like yeah. It's if you want to make an empowering show about like the civil rights movement, that's great. Go for it. Yeah. It's just don't like like it, it seems it's, it, and it's yeah. I'm not even saying like you can't mix that with Lovecraft you just have to do it better yeah exactly like, yeah. ultimately like it's it's a show that just feels paced wrong and the tone is wrong and the writing is wrong yeah like it's, yeah it ultimately like again so much about it I want to love and again that that pilot is incredible but like ultimately it just everything I have seen since they just don't seem to quite have it together. Lovecraft Chris, man, you just, you just, you, you, you can't, you, he's unadaptable. I mean, they've been trying to make like a Mountains of Madness now for like years, and it's just. There's a, there's a script floating around out there wrote, written by Guillermo, Guillermo del, Toro. del Toro. That's actually yeah. incredible. Just yeah. he never got to film it for whatever reason. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, again, the Lovecraft Curse. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the movie that did it, did it best, like, or the, the two of them are The Thing, the thing. and Alien, which. Yeah. You know, are not straight Lovecraft adaptations, but give you that sense of well, just... that's the, well because he's kind of he's kind of like the 
grandfather of horror, right? Of the of the I mean, I mean, obviously he's not the creator of horror as a genre, mm-hmm. but basically as we understand it now, you know what I mean? Right? He's a what big is, influence on a yeah, lot. Yeah, well, of okay, not the grandpa, but he's a big influence. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. But, like, those are two movies that really understand, like, they, they communicate that sense of yeah. you are an ant. Yeah, exactly. Like the yeah. Cabin in the Woods, same thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, I, I got very similar vibes after watching after watching Cabin in the Woods that mm-hmm. I got, like, after I read, um, oh, fuck, was it Mountains of Madness? Okay, I'll be honest. I listened to Mountains of Madness <laughs> on, on audio tape. But, but, but I read Call of Cthulhu, and yeah, yeah, very similar that I got to Call of Cthulhu, yeah. Yeah. And they really do like the the isolation of it well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The 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 aloneness yeah. of it. Yes. Yeah. Which it's is just you and something, just doesn't care. Otherworldly. Does, like doesn't even hate you. Yeah. You know. You are just me to it. Exactly. Yeah. That's all you are, you worm, and then bust. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What have you been watching? Anything? Oh, okay. I don't watch a goddamn thing. Yeah. I was about, actually, let me think about that. What have I? No, no, I've not been watching anything. Okay. I've literally, I've literally. No, I started watching Mister Show sketches. Mister Show's pretty good. I was, I was there. I don't know why. It completely passed me by. But then I was watching it, and I was just like, "Damn, pretty good." Yeah. I, was about, I, I, David, David Cross is a person that I have, I, 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 I have had, I, I have, I've only ever had very strong opinions about him, positive <laughs> and negative. I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He is. I, I remember I got really drunk one night and I bought on iTunes. Three David Cross albums. Wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of his comedy. Yes. I've listened to so much of his stand-up and, and watched so many of his movies. And then at the same time, I'm also kind of like, I don't like him. But I do. <laughs> but I don't. Yes. I also watched him eat dog uh, with Gavin McGinnis, who was the leader of a of a uh, of the Proud Boys at one yes. point. Yes. Yes. They went to China and they ate dog together. And then David Cross had a... He was like, oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. And had such a moment of self-realization that's both like, it's like edgies, like late 90s type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Just. Is that all there is? <laughs> I'm gonna. We'll work on my budget. I'm gonna find room for that gun. Anyway, uh, what's it called? Um, what am I watching? So we are we gonna pretend we didn't talk about this before? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I'm not. No, wait, but, we can't pretend that we didn't talk about it because we literally talking about it at the beginning of the goddamn episode. Yeah, we're, so, we're such unprofessionals. Ah, I don't, I, I don't feel bad about this. I feel, oh, neither do I. Okay, so yeah. But, but see, I'm an actor. <laughs> I don't I'm know. a business actor. I guess it's more, I don't see why it's necessary to like this pretend now. that's a thing. Uh, they can't see it, so it doesn't work as a Yeah, thing. but it upsets you, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm wearing getting, joggers, folks. Yeah, and you're spreading your legs in a way that gives me way too much groin sight. You love it. Ugh, calm down. Um, but yeah, so Awuga. continue. What am I watching? So the next episode we're gonna we're gonna be doing is gonna be coming out in October, and so for the month of October we're gonna be doing horror movies. Um, at least I'm gonna be giving you horror movies, and you sort of just said okay. Yep. And so we talked about it, and we're gonna do a thing uh, like we did with Godzilla, um, where I am going to assign you the original '70s version of The Wicker Man. Oh, we're doing that this week. <laughs> I thought so. Well, we can do that. That's fine. Okay. And you are going to be giving me the uh, 2000s Nick Cage version of The Wicker Man. Actually, I'm giving you... Actually, what's it about? Actually, can we not do that this week? Do you not want to do that this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can we do that another week? Okay, we can... Okay, okay. So, so, can I tell you what you're watching? What am I watching? You're watching Cuties. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Let's do The Wicker Man. Come on. 
Okay. God damn it, I thought that'd be a good fuck you. <laughs> Cut this. Cut this. Alright. Three, two, one. Rob, what am I watching? No, I'm leaving a we... terrible bit in. No, it was a great bit. I was so Do you know what that movie is? I do. God, I thought you were gonna be like I thought you were gonna like kinda like freak out and kinda be like, uh, I don't know that I wanna do that and be all Rob about it, and then I was gonna be like, just kidding. <laughs> I've been literally planning this for days. Yeah, no, my reaction is just, okay, you're trying way too hard. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. Well, we're not. Are you and I don't movies? entirely believe that you're doing that. What? I don't believe that you want to watch Cuties either. No, I don't. No, why would I want to watch it? Yeah. I you, well because I was talking. We literally to... already talked about this on the podcast. What Cuties? Yeah. Did we? Yeah. When? <laughs> Last week. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Did we actually? Yeah. Our, the... our our both of our response was I don't. I don't know that I care to have an opinion about this. I don't feel qualified to have one without watching it, but I don't care enough Dude. to do so. I was talking to someone about it last night at like a Russia shot thing, and I was just like, yeah, I feel right right because she was kind of being like, I actually watched the movie, and like I feel like everyone that has all these huge problems with it, most of them haven't watched it. And I was like, well, yeah, because no one wants to have that on their previously viewed list. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's kind of the it's kind of the 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 worst movie to you know what I mean? Like, like you can't See, I see, I like I I have like I just use my parents' Netflix account, which has a little, little like sub accounts, you know. So I was thinking about just going on like grandfather's one and watching it on there. I mean, I'm not actually going to, but if yeah. I was going to, that is how it works. Exactly. Oh, that's how you have to do it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I can't imagine a way that I can do this. Yeah. Like like you'd have to make a new Netflix account. Yeah. What's it called? You think you'll watch it? No. Yeah, me neither. I mean. I don't care. I don't. I, what, 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 what does our opinion on this have? We don't have any opinion on Again, this. Again, <laughs> we're literally having the same conversation we had last week. You've just forgotten. <laughs> Is there a cure for whatever I have? Paying attention. Oh, that's too. Is there another one? Listening. Oh my god. Oh, the cure is worse than the disease. Like the masks. No. <laughs> You broke me. I'm uh, a broken man. Yeah. What's it called? Anyway, join us next week for Cuties. <laughs> join us next week for a double dose of The Wicker Man. Starring Nicolas Cage in both. <laughs> Is he in both? No. Okay. I didn't know that. I think he was probably a child in the 70s. Yeah, there are children in the movie. You don't know anything. This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. Sounded like they used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out and they used to eat it. You're hypocrites! All of ya! You got a problem with what I'm saying, Larry? Untie your tongue and you come out here and talk, huh? Am I upsetting you, princess? You know, you want a prediction about the weather. You're asking the wrong film. I'll give you a winter prediction. It's going to be cold. It's going to be gray. And it's going to last you for the rest of your life.
Never too early for Dr. Pepper.